We are brought to you by Boss Bears Supplements. That's Boss Bears Supplements at bossbears.co. Hard work, consistency, and determination are difficult to sustain when your mind and body can't keep up. Fuel your body with what it needs to perform like a boss. Whether you're closing deals, pitching a new business idea, or training in the gym, Boss Bears take your hustle to the next level. Our ingredients are the highest quality with potency and serving sizes that are the gold standard in the industry. Check out all of Boss Bears products at bossbears.co. They have apple cider vinegar gummies. They have ashwagandha. They have all kinds of supplements in delicious gummy form. They also have them in pill form if you don't want the gummies. I prefer the gummies. They are delicious, and I've tried the apple cider vinegar. They are very good. Uh, use code Nikki at checkout to save 10%. That's bossbears.co, code Nikki. We are brought to you by Clout Power Supplements. Uh, that's K-L-O-U-T-P-W-R.com. Uh, so here I have the uh, protein, the cravings protein from Clout. Uh, this one is the salted caramel. This is some of the best protein that I've ever had in my life. It's actually delicious. Um, I, I like the salted caramel and the cinnamon swirl are my two favorites. Uh, also, their pre-workouts are amazing. So they have the Karma Nootropic pre-workout. It's a nootropic and focused pre-workout. It's a lower stimulant formula, zero itch formula. It has four trademark ingredients and it's fully has fully dosed ingredients. Uh, so far, I, the Arctic Cherry is probably my favorite of the Karma pre-workout. Also, try the Nero Aminos from them. And also the High Stimulant Mamba is some of my favorite too. And I really like the Arctic Cherry of that one. So go to cloutpower.com and use code Nikki to save 15%. K-L-O-U-T-P-W-R.com. Code Nikki to save 15%. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nikki Free Podcast. We are here with Matt Moses. Hello. Uh, and his company, Sonic Bar. Uh, Matt, how are you, man? I'm doing fabulous, man. I'm actually really excited to be here, bud. Dude, I'm, I'm stoked to have you. So um, let's see. Let's start with... Um, so... so you're big into like bodybuilding as well, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Kind I, of a hobby of yours it's as well. A hobby, like it was one of those things where you know uh, I've been an athlete my whole life, um, yeah. and I trained. I had personal trainers, um, coaches, uh, you know, you know, doing D one sports, and oh yeah, um, it was one of those things that it's just kind of how about this? I, once I got into Rockstar. Uh, I was a heavy more on the party side of things. And when you're saying Rockstar, you're talking about Rockstar Energy Drinks. Energy Drinks, And yes. that was a company that you worked for for how long? I was there for ten years, like during the heyday, like when the when it first before when I was there, nobody even had, even actually heard of it before. Okay, so, so I got so, to ride the wave of everything coming, the whole energy drink craze. It was yeah, it was definitely yeah, fun. Man. So what what was that like working for Rockstar? Because that's one of the biggest. I mean, I remember like when were when did energy drinks even kind of like take off? Like, what was that the two thousands? Yeah, or, or yeah, early. Because I remember Monster was one of the big ones at the beginning too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was like so Red Bull kind of owned the industry, and uh, well, there was a something it's called Hanson's Energy, which I didn't sell. It was actually people thought it was gross, but 
they rebranded as Monster. Okay. And yeah. it just shows to go what marketing can do. And it, it, I mean, it took off, blew up. Dude, marketing is huge. Yeah, yeah, rock star, monster. Like you yeah. see these things, and it's like, you know, they do have some kind of like, you know. And then when they got in with like all the like, uh, I mean, Liquid Death, Liquid Death, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to sponsor me, bro. There you yeah, go. but so it's like, you know, and then they got in with all the extreme sports and everything, mm -hmm. and that just was huge. The marketing you know? of it was, I mean, it was perfect. It was just the, the right time. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the whole even. You know, Red Bull was the smaller, and they were kind of, you know, they obviously pivoted themselves in that industry. And then, you know, with Rockstar were, and Monster both, the bigger, faster, stronger, you know, it was like an American versus, you know, an Austrian brand. Yeah. And, um, you know, they just were like, all right, well, we're just going to do ours, you know, get, go a little bit more heavy. And Right. So what kind of things did you, uh, you know, learn from working for Rockstar? Oh man, like what a fun ride through my twenties. I mean, and, and what so did you cool. kind of do before that? Did you go to school for anything? Uh, I did go to school. I went to WSU and I was a, got a marketing degree um, and yeah, an advertising sure. degree. Uh, not because I wanted to get be smarter, but because I just didn't want to leave school. So I just kind of stayed. Okay, there. so marketing and advertising. <laughs> so that's like yeah. perfect for yeah. what you're gonna be doing. Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. And then uh, that kind of led me into. Um, I moved to Australia, uh, and was just kind of like. Being wanted to be that surfer kind of, you know, after I was like, oh, I'm graduated. I got my degree. Now I just want to kind of kick it for a little bit. Came back and then I was like, all right. So Australia just wanted to be like a surfer, bro? Yeah. Just was like, I want dude, to live on the beach and just have a good time. Life. It was, dude. Like going, honestly, hostel to hostel. I, I like, I got off the airplane with a backpack and just like, I don't even know where to go. And let's yeah. just, I was like, take me to the first beach. Let's, let's that sounds go. like freedom, dude. Like that sounds fun. I mean, it was one of those things where people told me about it was like, yeah, you should do it now because as you get older, you know, you get locked in, you just can't do shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, very, very thankful that I did and just said, all right. And honestly took a risk. It was super scary for, you know, a young kid. And I, I didn't know, I don't think I was like crocodile Dundee. I knew nothing about it. Right. I just said, let's just fucking go. Who cares? That crocodile awesome. Dundee. Yeah, man. Like, that's so funny. Yeah, that accent is like the best. Yeah, and it was like, what do you know about Australia? It's like, I don't know. There's crocodiles, kangaroos, and like we, we got this girl at work. Like, if a guy has an Australian accent, she's just like melts. Like, I'm like, the guy's like 40, and you're like 21. She's like, it doesn't matter. It's just like, I'm like, damn. Like, just like that Australian accent does it, you know? It's uh, I looked over at my girl because that's kind of uh, like. That's like her thing. She's like she likes men in her forty in the forties. So well, yeah, they're just cool. I'm, I'm almost forty, so yeah, I gotta. Yeah, Dude, but it's like I'm that, telling you, bro, you that's your peak. You're you're like oh, prime. You finally get your shit figured out. You're like, yeah, All right, I feel dude, like life's kind of a, a lot better. Think dude. about it, like dude, you're kind of like. I was a shit face until I was like, honestly, you know, in my mid thirties, I'm kind of like, oh right. wait a second, dude, I gotta pull this together. Hundred percent, I'm the same way, dude. Like, twenties yeah. where I was worthless. Yeah, like, completely worthless. Yeah, like, completely. So uh, yeah, yeah it's kind of so like yeah, I think there's there's forties good. Forties like I think like, you know, it's like the cream of the crop. It's just time to get going. You it know? is the best time. I feel that right now for yeah. sure. So yeah, hell yeah. So anyways, Australia. Dope. And then came back. Um, uh, my buddy owns uh, action sports company um, Hyperlight Ho Sports. Right. Uh, at that time, now it's actually Square One Distribution and Ronix Wakeboards, and uh, uh, they, um, you know. My buddy, you know, we were on the lake just kicking it. We, you know, I kind of grew up, you know, wakeboarding and all that stuff. And I was just kind of started rapping with him, became friends with him. And he immediately was like, dude, well, I kind of, so I'm, you know, I'm kind of a little bit of a sales guy. And I literally was like, hey, man, 
do you want to keep doing this stuff forever? Like, when are you going to start training your replacement? And he was just kind of like, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. And I'm like, okay. why don't you just I'll, let me be your understudy? And he said, all right, which once in a lifetime opportunity as well. Yep. Um, he, I became like basically the assistant marketing director and assistant sales manager for a massive, you know, established action sports company. So right. that kind of got me into the whole action sports industry and, um, you know, just kind of perfect timing of things. They, when they were transitioning out from Hyperlight to uh, Square One, yes, um, uh, you know, they're, they didn't, they're basically like, well, we can't afford to keep you anymore. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, you know, a buddy, well, you know, Russ, uh, the owner of Rockstar Energy Drink, we had done action, um, uh, we'd done like a get travel, which was like, you know, Mexico spring breaks, you know, that kind of, you remember that kind of stuff when you were like in high school, college, like yeah, you yeah. go to Mexico during spring break. That was like the big thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was huge. I so we, that. we worked at together at that company. And so he got all the people that were like the, the regional, you know, people that sold those into colleges, mm-hmm. got us together and said, I'm starting this company called rockstar energy drink. And I, you know, I want you guys so to be right like at the, the beginning. OGs, you were there. Yeah. And it was oh, like, sh- it was yeah. Yeah, that's cool. A once in a lifetime opportunity. My best friend had actually worked was working there before. Like you know, he was like number three in the company. You know, I was like number ten. So okay, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, that's a cool story because I mean, yeah, those are I just I mean I love energy drinks. Like I'm yeah. addicted to them for sure. I mean, my brother helped launch Rockstar uh, Red Bull. So when I was in high school, I had cases of Red Bull in my in oh, my garage. And then I do Rockstar. It was just so, like, dude, I've been drinking to this day. My like, life. <laughs> what's your favorite energy drink? Like, best of all time. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to. Um, I mean, I Rockstar did a great job. Like, I think they just they were the first ones to come up with really good flavors and stuff, and yep. they did a really good job with their sugar free line. Um, but right now, I like we were just talking about like Ghost is like I mean that's Ghost is the shit, dude. That's my favorite's always gonna delicious. be white the white monster, dude. Like yeah. the white yep. monster. That's like Can't my all time favorite. I tried the other two new monsters. They're super good. But any of the ghost stuff, dude, any of them are amazing. For me, too, is that once again, as we're getting older and like getting more educated about what we put in our bodies, yep. um, for me, uh, the ghost, it doesn't hurt my stomach. You know, right. like some of those sugar-free stuff, it like, dude, it wrecks oh, me, they're, man. Oh, they're, they're probably not great. Like, I mean, obviously, like last time when we had Sony out here, we were talking about gut health and all that <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, I can't imagine that like energy drinks are great for your like gut microbiome or anything. No, especially the sugar. I'm always like trying to drink it and then I'll like eat some sauerkraut trying to like, oh, maybe this is like counteract the effects. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's actually funny, dude. I'll take like my probiotic. I'm like, this should counteract all the uh, pre-workout I've been sticking <laughs> in my body every day. Yeah. Oh, it's funny, dude. I She's like it. glutamine. Get some yeah. glutamine, bro. Yeah. That's on, that's on my list. Then glutamine. Yeah. Glutamine's definitely glutamine and aloe, you yeah. good, good stuff. But but for sure, like, there's nothing like good energy. Like, I'll take that. Like, I'll go to like, um, we'll go to a, like Flastic Pub, you know? Yeah. And it's cool because they have some energy drinks there. So it's like, because I don't, I don't really drink. So it's yeah. like, I want to go hang out with my friends, but I don't really want to drink. But they'll have like energy drinks, and it's like something fun you can yeah. drink. Yeah. Where you feel like you're part of the group, but you're just like you know zero calorie energy drink. For sure, I think and you know it's one of those things too. Is like I used to do the same thing, yeah. but, but you know, and actually I do cranberry and Red Bulls or whatever, just to kind of like feel like, like I was drinking boozing, a little you know? bit, a little fake. But yeah. Regardless, you still like come around midnight, you still hit like all the debauchery starts happening. You're like, dude, I can't hang. That's true. It's, just yeah, like, yeah. it's like you no might as well. No matter how much caffeine you have, you're either just, just drink or go home. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. So, 
Yeah, so then that had to be a huge learning experience for you. Yep. Um, and now, do you still work there? No. Uh, no, no. I did that for a long time. I mean, I since then I did. Um, I helped uh, Will Smith, Will and Jada Smith. Um, right. they, they we did a, a a sustainable packaging with water, like uh, so. It was instead of which is this is kind of cool with the can. You know, Dude, we were go away from just plastics. talking about like the like Will Smith's family with those comedians on the last episode. You know, because of the Will Smith slap and all that yeah, stuff, and yeah. it's like the wild thing is like his family is so talented. Uh, I mean, honestly, like. So it was Jaden that came up yeah. with the idea. He's like, I want to do something that's better for the environment. And like, dude, I, li- I listen yeah. to Jaden all the time. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed. Like, I, that's on my, like, gym playlist. I love Jaden yeah. Smith music. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, so I met the family. Great people. Um, uh, like, like you said, super intelligent. Um, well, and Jada was, like, a freaking, like, rock star. Like, yeah. metal. Like, hardcore metal and right. shit, too. Like, so that's pretty dope. Yeah, they, um, but, uh I honestly, I felt a little bit sorry for them a little bit because think about it, like they can't just go to the grocery store. They weren't they weren't normal in the sense of like you know you and I like where you'd be like hey yeah. they, they haven't had like a normal upbringing or a it's kind of like you go to school and hang out with your friends. So they're right. definitely different, a, a little different, but um, super smart kids, man. Right, and if you think about their upbringing, having Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith as your parents, and turning out as well balanced as they both seem to be that's actually pretty rare yeah i mean so dude they're and that they billionaire you know not yeah. i don't know millionaire whatever they're i'm sure i don't even know what well there's always is, that yeah. that saying about like you know rich you know kids of rich people end up being pieces of shit kind of or like you know and like, honestly like, rightfully so because they don't have to work they don't have anything, to work for anything think, so they never learn but like if for whatever they did with those kids it seems like they instilled something yeah in them, they know? i think like what you're saying i think their parents instilled them like hey man nothing's for free and you got to work hard and they, they yeah. drove home you know they had good discipline and whatever but they're good good they must good have done kids. something right for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so you know for i did um you know I, I i don't know i've had like seven eight companies i helped uh starbucks do the refresher lines um we did a uh um an all-natural beverage uh called galazzo which was really cool healthy alternative just a little bit ahead of its time when we came kind of came up with it they, people weren't really into that yet i don't yeah. know how to describe it but it's like right when whole foods was coming around so it's just you know kind of aging myself here but yeah it was just kind of um ahead of the curve but for me i mean getting to be able to do that rock star experience as a young person and then in the head and like all the marketing and uh the action sports industry and you know music and all of it was just like a once in a lifetime opportunity you know what kind of stuff did you do with uh, music I mean, dude, we sponsored everything from, you know, the, you know, DJ festivals to yeah. all the heavy metal. I mean, you name it. Like, gosh, I mean, some oh, of yeah. Stuff I mean, I, I think I went to so many. I'm thinking now going back, like, there's definitely concerts or like BMX stuff or like, like shows I remember going to that were all sponsored by Rockstar. Oh, yeah, dude. And I would think there were even like fights, you so know. So I like, was working all that stuff. I was front row getting blood on me in the UFC fights to. Um, backstage, kicking it, playing video games with Marilyn Manson and, you know, corn and, I mean, dude, dude all that's kinds the of crazy shit, shit like, dude. I feel like the 2000s were pretty awesome, actually. Dude, we, yeah, it was a great time period. Yeah. Was, I'm stoked about it. Yeah, it was a good time. Because it was like the end of, like, I don't know, we had, that was a weird time, you know? Yeah, I mean. Like, I'm thinking, like, 10 years ago, we were all, like, rocking Affliction shirts and shit, drinking Rockstar, <laughs> like, like, backwards hats, and, like, what a fucking era, dude. Yeah, it was, was fun, like, dude. The kids, fun. they don't even know, bro. No, no. I mean, they it's don't when even UFC know, was rocking that Randy Couture shirt. It was fucking, 
Affliction. Yeah, dude. That's funny. It was a good time. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was a good time. And honestly, yeah, like once in a lifetime opportunity, you know, it's just kind of like for me, you know, like I believe like every path. Um, well, I'm a big, you know, believer in, you know, God. And I just think that he has put me on this path to, to work and learn and grow. And it's just the next step and the next step. It was and like, so you just kind of put faith the in next that? Thing. And, Absolutely. hundred percent yeah. lean in. And, you know, it's, it's, it, it's always been in my life, but there's definitely been times where I have lost my faith. And, yeah. um, but I just think the entire time he's been right there with me to just help guide me and take me in the right direction. And is that tough? Like to when you do kind of lose faith or you lose like sight of your path, is it like, what is it that gets you like kind of back on the path? Cause I always feel like there's this weird thing that happens where I feel like we kind of have a path laid out for us. hundred percent. And when you're, when you're doing, when you're like on it and you're, you're kind of like doing the things you're supposed to, you feel really good and it feels like you're, you're just right, like on the right track. Right. And then sometimes I feel like we even try to like maybe run from our path sometimes for sure man. or self-sabotage but it seems like no matter what the universe like it, like you can try to run from your destiny and it will just put you right back on that path right like yep. it's not gonna let you like oh i need to go do this other thing and disappear and hide from my fucking destiny you can't no nope. like it's it's gonna put you back on it yeah i just like yeah you just you gotta know? keep leaning and no matter what like i feel like it just keeps it's like your true north you know yes like it'll a, it push you right pulls back. you back yeah. pulls you back and you just gotta like that's the same thing you just gotta keep it's almost like a, you have a certain responsibility and it like won't let you shirk your responsibilities nope that's the thing like good bad ugly no matter what you're like i'm i'm i just gotta keep having that faith that I'm going to just, I'm heading in the right direction. This is my, yeah. this is the way I'm supposed to go. Yeah. So, yeah. I definitely, I'm a believer in that for sure. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, to, to talk kind of like even how I got into this, how I got into the Sonic Bar stuff. So we're, yep. So next yeah. we're going to talk about the, the business you have now or the company you have now, Sonic Bar. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that, man. That's something that came up during the pandemic. Yep. Right? Yeah. And I think it, well, how about this? It's a good lead, a segue kind of like we were talking about path and where we're going and i had um man dude just heading down like a not a very good path and yeah uh, like not only like just mentally but just like physically everything and with you know drinking you know drugs alcohol but i went through a nasty divorce you know lost my mm. job like it was just kind of like for me like we kind of just talked about like the first half the first like i've had a pretty sick dope life like very fortunate yeah. like like people are like wait you've lived like multiple lives like the people would dream of yes and i'm like i've been super lucky and then it's like all right all the way into the later half of my life you know getting divorced and just kind of like losing my family and just losing everything so that was a that was the dark Dude, period yeah and i i'd got i'd done like so i like i was talking about i'd played sports and um I played uh, for the U.S. national rugby team. I had some massive butt back issues. Yeah. And um, we found that um, your pain receptors and your basically depression, your mm -hmm. mood, are like right next to each other in your brain. Oh, man. And one affects the other. Like it's swelling and whether you're like, well, is it the pain that's happening or is it your depression? Like which, what's causing – is the depression causing your pain? You know, vice versa kind of goes back and forth. But – for me, like I was dealing with massive depression and pain and like for 10 years, I couldn't exercise. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't even pick my son 
newborn out of his crib. Like, and you know, like I couldn't do the dishes. I couldn't. Man, if you're nothing. in pain, it there. It's so hard to have a positive outlook on life. Big time. So I even noticed that, like, where I hurt my leg, you know, just like I did something to my quad. I was just like stepping on the stairs. We were moving stuff, you know. And I was like, I'm in a calorie deficit quite a few days right now because I'm mm-hmm. getting ready for the show. That's right. And I'm like, you know, we're moving all this stuff now, and I'm carrying this stuff, and I just stepped wrong, and I don't know what I did. It's all worked out now, but there was a couple days where it just like I, it was so painful. Yeah, and uh, I was like, man, if this was like what I felt like all the time, I would be an asshole, right? I was like, I would literally just be a dick. Like For I would sure. be pissed at the world, and then it really makes you appreciate like how. Cause I'm used to feeling like really good most mm-hmm, of the time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'm like, damn, that's like I really need to hold on to my health. Right. I'm like more and more like, especially as we like you said, we're in our prime, but we're getting older. Like, I do not want to have poor quality of life. That's no. how people turn into like bitter assholes. Right. You know? Well, and like you just watch them just downward spiral. You know. Yeah. And then Which, you wonder like, why is that guy sitting in the bar every night drinking, and he's a prick, and he's an asshole, and he's <laughs> fucking bitter, and he whines about say. fucking this and that. And so. Like, to my point, what we were talking about, you yeah. just described where I was going. Right. right? And it's like, like that oh, was it's because of fucking pain. Dude, I was fucked up, man. And it yeah. just sucked. And I was, you're right. I was bitter at the world and I was ready to blame everybody else. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and honestly, like, you know, I, you talk in a divorce, you're just like, hey, there's 50% everybody has anything. But yeah, man, towards the end, I was a miserable fuck. Oh, dude, that's and tough. It sucked, dude. I was really struggling and... Um, I did, uh, afterwards, you know, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm really struggling here. So I got on, um, some depression meds mm-hmm. and, um, you know, was literally on for four years and just kind of like, I, I got to a point where I was just so numb. I couldn't feel I was going to say, nothing. so what's your thoughts on those? Did, did they, they definitely probably helped somewhat. I, I, so I'm a, I'm a huge, like I went and spoke in front of all, like you do. I mean, there was like 5,000 people there talking about depression and like mm-hmm. meds and like doctors helping. And I went and did a huge thing on like, I truly believe that, um, it's a necessary, a necessary, yes. almost necessary evil. I think it's very, very, I mean, it's how would this, I think that can time really period, help people. It saved my life. Yeah. So I definitely needed. That's why I try to be careful because, like, I'm I'm kind of like against them in a sense because I feel like if you can do it the natural way, like exercise and all that, you're going to be better off. But I think they save people's lives. Dude, I was in a pretty dark, scary hole that, like, you don't realize. Like, how about this? You don't realize what it's like until you're actually in it. And honestly, I was always like, man, what's fucking bullshit? What a pussy! This and that. Yeah. Until you're there, you're you're like. Oh wow, this is really scary, man. And that's kind of like why we always say like you should you like you have to be so careful with like you know, cuz if you're in a good place, it's so easy to like flippantly just be like you yeah. know, just work out and eat yeah. healthy, don't yeah. be a pussy. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, totally. But you don't really know what that's like. Well, life yeah. dude, life knocks people down and honestly, I just for me it felt like it wasn't just one. It was just like one after another after another. I was like, dude, give me a break. This is unreal. You know, it was hitting you with a lot everywhere, just fucking man. everywhere. And so I just, it does. It like literally, I think it saved my life at that time period. Like honestly, um, yeah. but then it hits a point where it okay, was, you were too numb. It's done. It's I, it's done its too. job. It's time to like get off of these things. And honestly, yeah. like I couldn't. I I couldn't get off of it. Yeah, it was like like uh, one of those things where like I mean it, my hormones and emotions and everything was just like I was on a fucking roller coaster. It was very very difficult, and then like people don't realize like how much like 
about this, like you're talking about with like anxiety, like anxiety and depression, you know, PTSD, like all these people are on these heavy medications, Mm -hmm. um, which I do, like I said, I am a supporter of it to a certain extent. Um, but there hit a point where I was like, okay, man, it's time to like come off of this shit and stop. And like, I just want to live my life as a normal, cause you wanted to feel again. Yeah. And I wasn't like, honestly, I was like, so there's two sides of it. It's like, okay, I'm, but now I can't even be happy because I can't feel shit. I'm just numb. Right. You know, so it was like, I want to like be a normal human being again. And I just like almost couldn't. So, you know, coming in, you know, like talking, cause it started as recreational. I was like, I, w- I would like to just try this, have some fun. You know, I've done it. Remember back in high school, whatever it was like. And when you say cool. try this, we're, we're actually going to talk about psilocybin. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So yeah. I was going to do some, I wanted to try some psilocybin and have some fun and hang back and kick, you know, at that time I was like partying and having a good time. I was like, yeah, well it, it kind of, it was like one of those things where like, all right, I'm really enjoying how this is making me feel. And then in the talks of like, okay, trying to like get off and wean off this depression meds, it was like, all right, how do I do this so that it, it actually helps me so that I can actually, you know, like I said, become, get back to normal. Right. Um, and you know, that's where this whole, and obviously there's so much stuff out there right now with microdosing. It's just unbelievable. You know, so you were thinking of it as like this party drug, like it used to, you know, like that's what people used to think trip and all that, but like, but nowadays like it, but you, you found out like it's so much more than that. Correct. Like, yeah. So the thing is for me, I'm just going to talk for me personally, like I can, obviously we can do a lot of examples of other things and a lot of my clients and stuff. But for me, it was weird because like. You know, I was, I mean, I'm drinking 10 whiskey, you know, uh, whatever we call them, Kentucky mules, Kentucky, you know, like yeah. instead of a Moscow mule, you use bourbon and it was, yeah. dude, it, it was, I was crushing these things. I was, and honestly, I'm riding my Harley, I'm drinking every day, you know, as soon as I, you know, it was one of those things where like, it, it, like just trying to like, like once again, dude, you're living like a country again. music star, like those, <laughs> like Waylon Jennings and shit back in the day. Like, uh, I love it, dude. Fuck I love yeah, it, dude. So yeah, so then it was like, all right, well, then all of a sudden it was kind of like, it started like I just didn't have the feeling, the craving for the alcohol, and it just was like wasn't doing me any justice anymore. Right. It was actually really kind of a cool transition. There was like, well, do you have a problem? No. I mean, I could still go to work. I could still function. I could still take care of my kids. Like, right. But it was like one of those things. It was like I was using it to numb the pain, and yeah. you know, the the psilocybin actually just kind of helped like take that away to the point where I was like, I just didn't even, I didn't need it. Yeah. Didn't want it. Okay. It was really cool. And and at that time, like how what were you you were, what was your kind of regimen with that? Like just like so, so how did you notice that that started like changing the way you felt about alcohol? Because like you kind of started using it like on a regular basis. And yeah, it was kind of well. How about this? We were we were coming up with this this company and and mm. we wanted to do this and it was like so we're experimenting and right. we're doing it for fun. But I'll say like all right, well what is well, this what gave you the idea this? for the company? Just it's a fun thing. And you already had all that marketing experience and everything. So I'm going to, yeah, like I'd love to say that originally how it started was like, yeah, I had this big, I mean, which it was, I knew I would, I'd done a lot of, you knew it has some medicinal. Yes. So, so so I, I, so with the anxiety, depression, you know, PTSD, you know, overall well being. Yes, it was there. But for me personally, it was kind of like exciting because I was like, dude, this shit's fun, man. And I saw Mm -hmm. what, what went on with weed and I thought it was a really cool opportunity and idea and more and more, it was like, oh, wow, 
this is actually really, really helping people. And, um, and it, I mean, how about this? It helped me personally. Yeah. So, and I'm the kind of person, like, I'm not going to, you know, I wanted to experience it myself before I'm going to tell anybody else to do it. And it was one of those things where I'm like, dude, you got to try this. This is incredible. So. Now, when you say it helped you personally, like now, cause I've heard things about it, which, you know, I don't really have much experience. Like I've had, um, some microdose from a friend of mine and I, they were great. I yeah. mean, it was like just this fun, like I'd have never had a real trip trip, Yeah, but it was just like, I felt so good, you know? Like, yeah. That but means- so, so my question is like, like you had some really dark times in your life and right. probably some kind of trauma and stuff going on. Big time. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the, the depression medication and everything was helping you with. So like, my question about it is like, was the psilocybin now, I know some people have actually like, it's actually helped them kind of like unlock that kind of like trauma. Right. So there's and like, like relieve the trauma in a way that, that therapy hasn't been able to. Yep. And other kind other forms of like something about it, like actually gets to root cause. So it's like, you know, alcohol, you're, you're masking the problem. Even like uh, depression medication, you said it saved your life, but you're yeah. kind of masking the root. You're still There's numb. something about, yeah. I've heard, I don't know from experience, but that psilocybin can actually kind of like help find those pathways in the brain that are like storing this trauma and kind of like get you to face it and like deal with it and let it kind of go. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right on. There's, I mean, there's obviously two different sides of it. You have like the microdose version where you're just doing small amounts and it's like, two days on one day off to feel the afterglow. And what you're doing is you're basically like, it's just a, you're, you're basically, you're not even really even feeling it. It's just, no, there. it's like a smooth feeling, smooth feeling. Yeah. Like it just helps like, like how about this for anxiety? It just helps you keep like stay calm right. without taking, you know, you know, prescription medica- medication. Yeah. And, um, you know, so then you have, like, we we're talking about a little bit about trauma and stuff. You have macro dose where you actually go in and you really want to like, it helps you lean into what you're dealing with and what you have on and really face it head on and just kind of like, look at it. Okay. This is what I have. I've got this thing that I've, that I need to deal with. And now let it me, helps you face it. Let me face it. And then you, it's pretty cool. Cause you can, then you can just set it down. Yeah. You're like, all right. Once you kind of face it, you can work through it. Right. right. That doesn't define me. That's not. And I mean, I know they've been doing like studies with freaking like soldiers and PTSD. And I mean, huge. I feel like we said like in, you know, I said ten years, but you're right. It's probably going to be a couple years. It's going to be like because they're studying it more than ever right now. I mean, it's and the government wouldn't let them for a long time. Now they're starting to let them. Yeah, they did. So basically, like it was, it's been around for for a very long time. Let's say '50s, '60s, you know, and like it got to be the point where like it was like, you know, you I don't want to get into like too about politics and money, but you know how that works. If you know big farmers coming in, it's like, well, wait a second, yeah, that you know that's gonna take into our pocket, so we can't do that. So they like they shut that shit down super fast and. You know, now there are they're coming back around to be like, okay, well, wait a second, maybe we can. I mean, this is, has they're more open to look at like this that has is, extremely big benefits for people. It's kind of the sad thing though that like you can't really get something like legal till big pharma figures out how they can make money off. Of it. I mean, yeah, they, you know, they, so it's like nothing really like like weeds becoming more legal. It's like until they realize they can like make tons of money off it, it ain't going to happen. Right. Like, government so it's like all the up. positives that they do, they do make these wonderful drugs that save lives and everything. But until they can figure out how to monetize it, we're, re- you know, we're usually not going to see much of it. Right. Oh, well, I mean, but that's kind of the way the world works. That's how it works. Yeah. That's just part of, yeah, it's just part of reality. Right. Um, so, but that is cool that that is coming around. It is. And it's like, I mean, it's, I mean, right now is like the forefront of it. And, 
it is having so much momentum and you just see it everywhere and like everybody's talking about it. the coolest thing is you know like one thing's one thing's become mainstream is like you know you're having ceos and you're having like doctors and all these people that are coming in and are like hey man i take it or this is yeah. helping me out and I, right. I so the coolest part is like i have people that literally tell me every single day how this is helping them with anxiety Quitting smoking cigarettes, quitting drinking. That's a huge overall one, well-being. The cigarette thing. Helping creativity. I mean, for me, like one my so I have a really good buddy that his dad is an author. Um, he had some brain trauma, and um, couldn't write anymore. I mean, right. he's like he's he has books, everything. Um, and he'd just been like, I don't know what to do. And this guy is like anti-drugs, no drink. I mean, it's just like nothing. And then after talking with his, you know his son. You know, he kind of was like, all right, he talked his dad into doing this. His dad, right, even though I, I told him to do, I said, easy up and just do like microdose. And he said, nope, I'm going to macro. Yeah. He went in two squares. Um, and uh, the next day he sat down and started writing again. Mm. I mean, he went to his doctor, like his brain is firing again. Yeah, it does. Signals are happening. Like they're looking at it going, this isn't like... This doesn't even make sense. Well, that was like the joke. Like, I, you know, um, like Bruce Willis has this terrible disease right now. And I can't remember. Someone was like, we need to get him on mushrooms immediately. Like, you know, because who knows? Like, whatever his, that yeah. disease that he has, like, he knows he's going to lose his brain. It's like, who knows? You know, what if that is something that could get it firing again? Well, like, I mean, they're literally, have, the, the studies are showing that it actually reconnects and refires, um, you know, in your brain. So, Dude. yeah. Well, and that's got to be why it helps with that trauma, man. Uh, you know, because it just like, like you said, it gets it. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. I mean, the, the best way to describe it for me personally is like it just helps um, you look at something, face it, and do it in a very like, instead of coming at like a really, you know, like a day-to-day is like ego and you're caught up in your mindset of things. It's like it just helps set all that down. And just go, okay, let me just look at this and like, how do I deal with this? How do I move forward from this? What, you know, what do I need to do differently? Is it somewhat of like an ego killer? I abs- uh, there's no question. Okay. Because I know they'll always say like DMT is like the, you know, ego death type thing. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it doesn't always last, but at least for the moment when you're doing it, it's like you can kind of get this clarity. And Well, I mean, I'll personal like with therapy, just therapy as a whole, you know, just being able to take it and like look mm-hmm. at things and then just be like, okay let's let's walk through this you know like normally you're like caught up in like right or wrong or whatever you just can like literally like look at one another and be like okay i can take my ownership in this and what do i need to do differently and how can i do this change to be a better person it's like yeah it's incredible i don't know how to imagine there's like a thing that does that that's like yeah right it's like what everybody needs because ego gets like in the way of everything right it makes you think you're right the other person's wrong you take no responsibility you know, it's a thing that's like protecting you, right? Like yeah. It's protecting you from like, you know, truth, reality right. that you don't want to see. And now you get this thing that's just like shows you like the actual reality. Right. So like, dude, I feel like it's a cool thing. It's super yeah. cool. And I mean, I'm just to see it on a, on a day to day basis and just to get people's like uh, feedback, especially honestly in the bodybuilding community, it's because a lot of us, you know, are ex, ex drug addicts or yeah. ex, you know, ex addicts. I'll just say that ex addicts. Yes, yeah, so some sort. Don't partake in anything, and then we don't, we don't, 
you know, we don't partake in alcohol either. Yeah. You know, so it's like, no. well, you know, you want to take it like, oh, I want, I do it just to be able to at least hang out with my friends or, you know, it's like one of those things that just like helps them with, you know, past so that's traumas. That's the cool thing. It could just be a fun thing, right? It right. doesn't always have to be like, you know, curing depression, anxiety, PTSD. Like it, it can just be kind of a fun thing too, right? I mean, absolutely. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Like, it's so much fun. And creative. Like you're going to write an album or some shit. So you that's know, a whole thing like, where, you know, something else like opening up your whole creative side of things. Yeah. Well, because you think about it, ego kind of gets in the way of creativity, right? You got to be time. more open-minded when you're trying to create. So if you're going to do this thing that kind of like frees you up from your ego. Right. You know, I feel like that's going to be a good... I mean, it just opens it up. It opens up your mind to be like, look at things differently. I mean, it's the best way to describe it. Because that's the battle I always feel like is trying to keep an open mind. Because you get, you get ideas, you get ideologies that you want to hold on to. And then like, you know, because so, like we're... So I was in a band before. That was the hardest part was like creating with other people. Right, right. It's so easy to create when you're like the fucking like, you know, yeah. or you have a bunch of yes people around yeah. you. You get somebody else that's equally as talented and you have different ideas and you have to like, you know, kill your baby to like, uh, this is how I want to do it. Well, I think it would be better if we do it this way. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. You're how fucking dare you? with my thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then like sometimes you do it the other way and you're open and like it ends up better. Right. You know, and so I feel like with creativity, anything, anything that's going to make you a little more open minded. Right. Dude. I mean, I feel like a lot of co like comedians probably use them. And like, oh, man. I mean, you're just hearing about it all over. I mean, that's the thing is right now, it's just it's the wave is happening. I'd say it's um, blowing up right now. Oh, yeah, it's blowing yeah. up. I mean, it's starting to happen. It's going, it's coming, you know, state by state. Uh, decriminalization of it which right now means that um you can have it you can grow it you can take it um uh you just can't sell no, it nobody sells it no yeah. you can nobody sells it and the sell the sale part is the whole like what we were talking about earlier is like you know how does you know the government's like well how do we we got to make sure we get our cut in this yeah, thing they and they're the just cut. trying to figure that piece out right now so once they good. figure that out yeah it probably will be i don't know i think it's really cool like Cause like, I feel like it is weird. We had, like I've said on here before, it's always blows my mind the way that we view alcohol versus the way we view other drugs. And it's not to like, cause I really, I mean, I don't like alcohol, so yeah. I do kind of vilify it sometimes, but I do think you can use it and I don't ever think it should be illegal and it can be fun, but I just think it's weird how we view it compared yeah. to like, like if I was going to talk about psilocybin, I know there's a bunch of people that would clutch their pearls. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a bunch of people that would be like, oh my God, you can't. That's ridiculous. But they'll go to the bar and drink like it's nothing. I mean, I think that goes back to like we are just talking about marketing and what marketing can do. And yeah. You look at what you look Well, at the same the with weed. Like weed done. is so chill here now. But there's still definitely uh, some of the population that probably would get their panties in a bunch over weed. Well, for sure. Because you know? think about it, They've been told their whole lives how bad yeah. and how horrible it is for, you know, what it is. It's horrible. It's horrible. War on drugs. Like... All that yeah. stuff. And so that they've been literally almost brainwashed to where now it's kind of like, you know, but you still have this, you know, the, the 50s and 60s, you know, the they're there, you know, the old hippies, you know, out there at, um, oh, yeah, whatever that what was, that festival that everybody was, what, Woodstock, Woodstock, you oh, know, the Woodstockies, dude. they're still out there. They were there, doing so acid they get it. and like, so they're the, they're the forefront of this. They've already known this, they know what it's about. And then they kind of all had to just like go away and shut dude, it the down. The hippies are wild. They're yeah. Like, they were doing acid. They're like sexual revolution. Yeah. And then now they're like, trust the science. No, I'm just kidding. They're like, it's wild. It's <laughs> yeah. weird how they've changed. You know? Well, and now, how about this? And then it comes back to like, well, how about this? These days with social media and like, you have exposure to knowledge where before you literally had, to, you were told what you needed and what was the right or wrong. Well, now you can actually go find it out yourself. 
Yeah, and I think that's where we're having all this um, issues with like social media censorship and everything. Like they don't really. There used to be a one mainstream kind of way to uh, spread whatever story you wanted yeah, to spread, yeah. and now it's all spread out. So they're trying to figure out like. We need to get a handle back on this. Yeah, I like, agree. We can't... It's kind of pushing too far the other way where now yeah. it's just like, well, wait a second. What's real? What's not? What's truth? What's lies? Well, I like I like having it wide open, um, but it's like it is. I mean, obviously, then you can get things like QAnon or you get all these crazy conspiracies yeah. and you get all this wild stuff. But, like, I don't know. The alternate of that is just having, like, one centralized thing control all that. I don't like that either. Like, it's I like I like that we <laughs> – right. I love that we have the ability to uh, research things on our own and see, like – you know, you'll see something, a story break, and it's like they're telling it like this, and then you see like, oh, actually, they're they're totally lying. You yeah, know, this is what's really happening. So I love the internet in that sense. Dude. Yeah, I agree. 100%. And that's probably even why like weed, psilocybin, some of these other things, like it's probably kind of why this is. They're starting to be like, well, we can't really control this anymore. We're gonna have to let it be legal. Yeah. Let's figure out how to make money on it because it's kind of getting away from them. Like there's too much like good information, good knowledge out about it. hundred percent. Well, that's the thing is like, it's, you know, like, well, how about this with, with anything, you know, you have the black market and how about this? Even like 90% of the supplements we take are, are like at one point they're like, you know, they're black market because yeah. the FDA or big pharma was like, no, they can't. How do we make, we're not going to make money on it. It's like, right. well, wait a second, half the shit grows in Asia and they, they're plants and herbs, you know, yep, it's yep. one of those things where, um, where now there's so much knowledge and it's all out there that we can literally go take and figure out, all right, well, what actually, I don't need to take, uh, you know, whatever, something from the doctor. I can actually go do this naturally and actually it's going to be better for me, you know? Right. So it's like harder to do reefer madness and scare everybody if they can just go look up and see like, oh, actually there's a lot of positive, like once in a while there is a case where, you know, weed has some negative effects on people, but for the most part, it's very safe. And, yeah. You know, like, yeah. so like they can just look well, it up. Even like joking about, like, we were just joking before we started, you know, about like LSD and it's like, oh my God, it like completely melts your brain and this and that. And it's like, well, wait a second here. Like, you know, that's actually technically not totally not true. true. Yeah. No, you know, so it's like, there's ways you can do it in a healthy, safe manner and where it actually is like super helpful. And I think now, now you know, they have all these now like, ketamine clinics and all this therapy and different things where you can actually go in and really you know do it under professional care i think that's really the key take, professional you know, care like if it's more it's like anything the more legal it is the more like you know it's kind of like even like trt clinics you know popping up it's right. like it's probably safer you know you're getting like the good grade stuff and yeah like it's under doctor supervision and like yeah you know i mean there's a little bit i'm a little bit some of the hrt clinic stuff is a little they're bit shady dicey for me because they're shady because it what ends up happening is then it just gets back to once what we were talking about money and business. And it's like, now we're just pushing, you're just uh, on pushing people that scripts, don't even need you know? it. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And maybe you don't, and that's the thing is like, you need like, okay, well what's a healthy range? And you're like, well, they're just like, I mean, how about this? Even like, we're pretty well educated in this, you know, in this field. And you know, even the TRT clinics that I was going to, there was like, Oh, you just need to, you know, like more testosterone. You're like, Oh, well more estrogen blockers. And, you know, it's like, well, wait a second. What, you know, just more, 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 more. And yeah, like, but that's always Why don't like... I just bring my test down and that'll naturally, guess what will come down? My estrogen, you know, because yeah. they want to counter. There's like natural holistic ways to do these things too. Hey, yeah. and I mean, and honestly, when I was taking, um, actually maybe you might be home, the, the pill version of testosterone, uh, what's it? Clomid. Clomid. Yeah. So when I was taking Clomid, that was the best I was ever feeling. And my testosterone, the guy was like, dude, it was like 
eight nine hundred, which is right actually in really op, good like optimal range. range. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it was like, no, you should now you need to inject it. And it was like, well, shit. And then ever since, you know, I had for two years, I was having estrogen dominance problems because it was like I couldn't quite figure out because my body now doesn't is that need something that Sonia helped you figure out? Yes, she. Did. I was gonna say because like yeah, that stuff is so interesting to me. Yeah. Um, just like, yeah, I mean, the idea, like, you take this testosterone, then you take these estrogen blockers. But the thing is, like, like she was saying on that last episode, we need estrogen as well. You know, and it's like, I don't know. The whole yeah. thing gets kind of like, I feel like, yeah, we, we need to figure this stuff out. Like, yeah. there should be a way for humans to, like, totally just optimize themselves. Yeah, 100%. Honestly, I, I, if anybody listening to this podcast, you should definitely listen to that one. Because I that mean, was, even I, like, yeah. I was in the in the audience or on the other side of the camera listening. I was like, dude, this one, this this is I'm kind of like, right I need now. to get this Sonya back fire, out again. Because, like, yeah, that's like, it's like literally having, like, a, a Huberman Lab podcast. Like, yeah, it was good. It yeah. was really good. And honestly, like, that's the thing is I've heard, I hear her talk about this stuff every single day. And that's the thing is, too, is, like, people are like, dude, how do you know so much about it? It's like, well, you know how it goes. Like, it's almost just, like, absorbed in. I hear it every single day. Yeah. So then, of 100%. course, I'm going to be pick up some of this stuff, too. So. Oh, yeah, totally. So, I want to get rid of that hum, dude. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that, but. Yeah, I still had that third mic on. We had those comedians in here. The oh, other time. is that what was going on? Yeah, I was like, "What is that hum?" I mean, I, you probably won't even hear it on the actual recording. Yeah, but I could definitely hear it. I so definitely like, could too. I was like, "What is that?" But yeah, yeah. So, anyways, your voice sounds so much sexier now. I'm not so much sexier. That's the whole thing. That's what. That's why my podcast is going to take off. It's just the sexy voice. You know? like, I don't know, but um, oh, I love it. so, anyways, let's talk. So, so during the pandemic yep. is kind of when you started sonic yep. bar yeah we so we have this vision we sit down we're like okay we want to we don't want to just like have some another product so it was like we want like something that's gonna taste incredible high-end premium like have best organic ingredients because we're you know what we're talking about obviously right. we want health it was, yeah and it was like the way i looked at it was like you got your 7-eleven you know you can just have your your whatever your 7-eleven hot dogs or you can go get like really something really good and healthy over it at uh you know whole foods yes and honestly that's what we wanted and, and like, you can tell the difference oh dude you can if you get like a natural casing like delicious hot dog like yeah. versus a 7-eleven <laughs> yeah man you know, like, and honestly that's the same way i mean we do blind taste tests we have i have other buddies that um, do other competitor bars and mm -hmm. you know like we have we'll do parties and everybody's kind of you know taking little pieces and everyone's just like dude this doesn't even hold a torch to any anything else on the market. And but that's kind of what we wanted to do. The scary part is if you make it so good, like you're going to want to eat more of it. We, we have so I, I, <laughs> you I have to like be careful. That is know? true. I do get a lot of jokes. People always be like, man, it's just so good. I want to eat the whole bar. I'm yeah. like, well, don't do that. But yeah. I know it's like, have you ever thought about just making straight up regular chocolate ones too? Or just regular bars with uh, nothing in them? I actually haven't Just to of that, sell for like, that, that you know, like the... Idea. So, like, here's this version, but then if you get hungry and you just want to dominate a bar, like, here's the actual, just the chocolate, you know? I'll leave, you know what, I'll leave that to Nestle and, uh... uh yeah, you know, leave it to the companies yeah, that know what they're doing. Yeah, that's, 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 and how about this, that's what I'm, I'm chasing some of those high-end premium bars that are out there, you know? Right. Is there like, a lot of other psilocybin uh, chocolate bars out there? Uh, there's quite a few. I mean, how about this, you have everything from... You know, people making them in their Brownies, garage. Brownies, cookies. To, yeah, some pretty high-end companies. similar to, like, weed, yeah. right? Like, so a lot of the actually so everybody saw the weed the weed you know explosion take off so yeah. even the weed companies are also now the edible companies are transitioning over and doing and doing some of the um you know psilocybin psilocybin that makes sense because yeah. they're already kind of doing that like yeah it started oh. with rice krispies too but the dosaging was a little 
Yeah, yeah. So that's Ooh, so yeah, what she was gotta... just saying is that yeah. So we we so originally our we didn't we were like okay well what can we do we're like all right well what's like shelf stable that actually will you know won't melt or won't whatever and we're like okay cool rice krispie treats it's they're easy. amazing and if you're a bodybuilder like right I, right yeah i'm obsessed with rice krispie so treats. now imagine those with a bunch of uh psilocybin butter in there i don't yeah i mean it so the dosage so that was the whole thing about the r d period it was like we were trying to figure that out and which is a lot of fun, but honestly, it was like one. You get, oh yeah, just do a half a square or whatever, and all of a sudden, one person's like completely torched, and the yeah. other person's like, I don't really feel anything. So we're like, all right, we got to get this you right. Something more. So, so you, this, the way you do it is in squares. Yeah. So when you're doing it in these squares, you can uh, do a really good job of. Um, uh, the dosage will be like the same for each square, right? So that was also very important to me. Is that. Uh, I really consistency. Yeah. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't like how it like at weed edibles, how you'd eat. And I've, I mean, I had some really bad experiences where, you know, there's, they're not consistent. On no, the time, like no. you literally have like 20 candies and you're like, Oh, these are so amazing. And then tw- the 21st candy you have, you're, wrecked yeah and i'm literally like i'm telling you like i'm like dude do I, am i having a heart attack do i gotta go to the <laughs> hospital shit. and then by the end of it you're like i just actually need a hug you know like yeah. it was like not good experiences like i felt like back in like a junior high or high school the first time dude i, I love smoked, edibles so. though like they're for good weed, like because i don't smoke a lot but there's some i just edibles are so nice they are but i did i just chill. so my biggest thing i just wanted that consistency that was very important that you have to each do square was going to be the same you're going to get in every single every single and so bite. what's the process like of making those how do you make that well that's like a we have that in <laughs> or is that a secret trade yeah, secret it yeah, is yeah, a we, secret, we, we yeah. can't we can't put that out we can't talk about that but um uh yeah there's a yeah, we have a, a chocolatier that um, has helped hypothetically us with it. if you were gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, chocolatier has helped us with it. So that's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. So so one square. What's what's a square do? Uh, well, that's the thing. So so as you know, and like honestly, learning from Sonia is that uh, every everybody's gut microbiome is different, and how you absorb mm-hmm. your nutrients is going to be the same way how you're going to absorb your food and you know your food nutrients is the right. same way you're, how you're going to absorb the you know the chocolate and yes. you know so one person one square might be a lot and one square might be eh, whatever with one person. So I just always tell people to baby step into it well, and do, you know, you know, just take half and kind of see so how you like feel. Start with a half, see what it feels like. Yeah, so you get half an hour. We were talking about that last time. Like there is like times when you eat food and you're not even absorbing any of it or we, there's like issues that can happen. Like right. That. Big time. And there's a lot. Like when, when you're bodybuilding, this is why we take all these digestive enzymes and we take this, you know, our, our, sure. our probiotics and we, yeah. you know, trying to, where you go on gut protocols to actually yeah. figure out what's going on. You know, you have good bacteria, bad bacteria, too much overgrowth of both of them, either one. It doesn't matter. It's, you know, you got to make sure uh, everything's dialed in. Yep. Actually, she was, we were talking about on that podcast, she was actually talking about the, the little, the, the, the little things villa that, that stick yeah, up and they yeah, that actually that. absorb. And like, if they're not, they're just laying Otherwise down, they're just laying down. They're not, they're not, but you got to take the stuff that yeah. just gets them back there up again. Give me that food. Get them back up. So they're actually absorbing the nutrients. Yeah. God, that is so interesting. So like, so that's the thing. So everybody's a little bit different. So that's kind of why I always say that everybody, you know, you just kind of baby step into it. And you know, for me, one square is like perfect. Perfect. It's just like like great laughing, great time, like just fun, you know, just an amazing evening. So And this was something like you said, it kinda came during the pandemic and you that was a time when everybody was kinda like locked at home, a lot of depression issues. Big time. 
people couldn't go out and have fun. They couldn't uh, socialize, which is super hard on people actually, because we're social. Even the most introverted person, like if you don't, if you're stuck at home all the time, it starts messing with you big time, dude. Yeah, yeah so. that's the thing is, I got, I'm a really outgoing, you know, like extroverted, like love to talk to people, and it was like, dude, I'm losing my shit. Here. Yeah, like I'm, and honestly, got to a point where I was like. I mean, sorry for anybody that's like, you know, big time masker per people. I was like, I got to go anywhere that they're not locked up. So, you know, I was going to Arizona yeah. a lot, like lots of Scottsdale, Phoenix, lots of Mexico. It was like anything I can do to get out of this place, you know? Right. You just needed to, like some time I mean, I, away from it. It's, it felt yeah. so like cramped. and Yeah, man, it was scary for the first, like how about this? I was full blown, like whatever that first year, you know, I, I follow all the protocols. Oh, all the same. Time. I understood dude, it at the beginning. Yeah, don't yeah. get in an Uber. You know, it was like, dude, it was like, I wasn't doing it. We didn't anything. really know what this was. It was all new. Yeah, like, so it was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. Even though I kind of, even back then thought it was a bunch of, you know, I don't know. I was like, yeah, but dude, you're trying to like be a good person. You're I trying to, to take care of the tribe. You're trying to keep sure. everybody healthy. So for, you're doing yeah, the right thing. Yeah, for me, it was like, I'm fine, but I don't want to, I wouldn't want to get somebody else sick or exactly. someone Exactly. Exactly. Me being a dumbass, but towards the end, but then when you knew there was some places with a little more freedom, you're like, I gotta go there. And and everybody's still like, well, wait, what's going on there? It's like, well, no, they're not having any increases, and everything's they're having Mm -hmm. fun, everything's fine. I was like, all right, I gotta go. So I'm like originally from Iowa, and I do. I remember going home like during it, and it was just funny because it'd be like, you know, I'd have my, I was so used to like my mask and stuff, and people back home were like, what are you doing? We're like done with that, and I'm like, oh, okay. You know? Oh yeah, we were one of the last. Yeah, I had like sure. a, I had this Megadeth mask I used to wear it all the time, like with my fucking beanie. I remember you at the gym, trust yeah, me. Yeah, dude. So like, <laughs> then then people got to know me as like this like mask dude, you know? Like, yeah, it was kind of fun. For Actually, a while. honestly, you definitely like. I was like, dude, that guy's like, what? That guy's intimidating. What yeah, no. And then you like meet me, and I'm not even intimidated. Nah, no, you dude, know? you're just like, a good good dude, man. But it is funny, like, yeah, definitely a lot of people were intimidated by that. Like, yeah. I just like the look, cause dude, I'm like a huge mask. Megadeth fan, and then I get yeah. to like wear this skull thing, yeah, and it's just like I'm like I feel like I'm Batman the whole time, you know? Like, <laughs> I love it's just it. like I love it. Hey, how about this? There were definitely some. There was a time period where I was like, I kind of did. It was kind of cool that you could just kind of hide. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I oh, really dude, there was a little right period now. where you I was kind of like this hide is, away. Yeah, yeah, it was a little nice. Like, you know, I get overwhelmed because I'm in the bar industry, so it's yeah. just like people, people, people. Which yeah. I love people, but it was kind of nice because like it was kind of like. A break. You got yeah. to like kind of hide your face. Like right. they didn't know if you were like, because you know, like, we have to be like super nice to people sometimes. And like sometimes you're just like, like someone will say the same joke you've heard like 50 times yeah. and your face is like, eh. yeah. And that, you know, but yeah. if you have a mask on, they can't tell, you know, like, no, it's like, I agree. So as long as you get them what they need and you do a good job. There was honestly, I, I, I thought the, the pan, the first half of it was actually really good because it had, you know, we get so caught up in the rat race of things, right. you know, and everything, you know, especially in America is just go, 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 go. And it honestly was really nice to have everybody just like, it was calm a reset. down, dude. Yeah. yeah. Reset. Like go be home with your family, dude. Just don't, you know, I know. I actually thought it was going to be a good thing in the beginning. Like yeah. I thought it was going to like bring people together, make people realize, appreciate how much they like love each other yeah, and so it ended it up kind that. of it did that to a certain and then it got yeah but then right. it just became so divisive oh, it, like, trust me you, you know divorces everything you have this oh like, my god dude but like but at the beginning i was with you so like also i'm kind of a person that gets kind of like there is something about chaos that i kind of like yeah so it was well a little bit like because it's like life gets so like so when it kind of happened i was like this is something different yeah, like, yeah. shit this is so it made me like go into like, oh, I have to figure out what to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then like we got laid off from the bar, you know, we're on unemployment. And then I'm like doing like side jobs, working like um, doing drywall with my buddy. So yeah. keeping busy. 
you know, so we're like out in the pandemic every day because we're doing drywall and mm-hmm, shit. Like, you mm-hmm. know, there's nobody else on the roads. It was kind of a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Because like there's nobody on the roads. For a little bit. I agree. Well, for a little bit. <laughs> then, you know, they start shutting down gyms and like the people lose their businesses and like that was the scary part. Yeah, dude. I mean, dude, I was thinking too. Like, so I had a really thriving uh, uh, business and yeah, like we got hammered. I mean, it, it was. What was brutal. the business? The same one? Or um, no, dude, I was. I did. Um, actually, it's kind of odd, but a high school buddy of mine, we did uh, class action litigation okay. stuff. So once a class action litigation was settled, uh, we'd go out and find all the plaintiffs and then get them their money. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously COVID hit and all the. Everything shut down. You know? So you couldn't so do like, anything. We couldn't do anything. And I was like, dude, like. How am I me, supposed to keep my business going? And we had, think, I mean, we had. I had, you know, 25, we had 25 employees, you know, it was like, so then it's not just you, it's these employees. Everybody, I mean, everything was like, yeah. And it was like, um, uh, and we, it's weird because like, you know, all of our loans and stuff, they were like, sorry, you got to keep paying. We're like, well, wait a second. Nobody else is like, but that was, that was the problem. Like some of the loans didn't stop. Nope. Rent didn't stop, but income stopped. Yeah. It was like, you know, uh, all right, everybody, it is time to take a short break for our sponsors. Uh, the Nikki Free Podcast is now brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, they are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. So join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. So it is 20% off and free shipping worldwide with the code NikkiFit at manscaped.com. Uh, so the thing about it is like when you're, you know, you, you're trying to shave your balls, you got like a date or something, you know, you don't know where things are going to go, but you don't want to be like showing up all messy down there. You want to show up all clean. You want to be looking good down there. You know what I'm saying? So like we've all done that. You get a shaver out, you go to shave yourself. And what happens every time you cut your balls, man. And it's no good when you cut your balls. You know, you start bleeding all over your ball sack. You got blood going everywhere. You get it cleaned up. You go on the date. And, like, uh, obviously, you know, you're a high-performance male. So, like, things are going good for you in the date. You know, stuff starts going well. And next thing you know, like, one thing leads to another. But then the thing is you whip it out. And, like, there's a big thing. Like, you know, your, your balls are all cut up. And it's, like, all sore down there. And it's, like, such a turnoff, you know. So it's, like... You don't want that to happen to you, you know? Like, you don't want a big open wound on your ball sack when you're out on a date. Like, that's just no way to be. So, so guys, it's time to take care of yourself. All right, look at this. Look at this product. It's awesome. Thank you, Manscaped. Um, This stuff is so great. You know, they also threw in this beard hedger, which is just a great beard trimmer. We'll talk about that another time. Uh, But this is the Performance Package um so yeah you know guys use uh go online go to manscape.com if you want 20 percent off use code nikki fit you will get 20 percent off and free shipping worldwide so check out the performance package it's awesome and thank you guys so much uh use code nikki fit save 20 percent. you're really helping out the podcast and i want to say that I was already using Manscaped before they started sponsoring the podcast. I think they're a great product. So thank you guys for picking this stuff up. Use code NikkiFit, save 20%, and free shipping. You're really helping me out. You're helping out the podcast. And thank you to Manscaped. And thank you guys. 
uh, go out there. Let's get cleaned up. Let's get cleaned up. Let's not go out there all messy and stuff. We got to look good. All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah, so that was brutal. And so I, I won't know, complain because I got laid off, and then I was on that sweet, sweet government fucking, uh, you know, unemployment. Yeah. Which was like. So that was things I didn't. I didn't qualify for that. All my, yeah. you know, I had to pay off. Well, that was employees. a bad like, thing and a good thing because it was yeah. like all of a sudden you're making like more money than you've ever made yeah. just for free. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is awesome. You know, I was like, I didn't know what to do. I was like stuck at home. I was like buying Lego sets, dude. dude. I was just like building fucking like Batman Lego sets. Like, That's it. I, I, they're sitting over there in that yeah. box actually because we're moving. Yeah. Um, so like I was just doing stuff to like stay busy. And then I was like sending my nephews home a bunch of toys because I'm like, I got all this extra money. I was dude. buying them like extravagant shit. Yeah. And then I started being like, oh, I, I probably need to slow down on this because yeah. I don't know how long this is going to last. And then I remember like, it came to a point where bars did start opening up and I was like, I think I'm not going to be one of those people that hangs on to the unemployment thing. Yeah, Cause yeah. a lot of people were like not wanting to go back to work. Right, right, right. They're like, well, I don't want to lose my, you know, this sweet you, ass you know? unemployment. Yeah. Cause you're making thousand dollars every, you know, like yeah. every week. And it's like, I was like, I think it's best to go back now before shit gets wild. Like when everybody's trying to get a job, you know? So I was like, yeah. I think I'm going to go back to work, you know? And then I feel like obviously we're paying for the, uh, unemployment now because oh you know, yeah with all the inflation and shit Big like time. you can't yeah. hand out free money like that without some consequence yeah. down the road well that's the thing is there, and there's different sides and different stories and everything like for me i didn't get any money so i went sixty thousand seventy thousand dollars in debt so oh, like shit. you know you got that which is cool i'm, I'm not dude it because there's like a lot of that and then even like you know like her oh. you know she's like a, a single mom and now and then the government's like you have to pay us back and it's like Plus what? interest. And it was like, wait, what? You know, so there's like weird yeah. different sides to all of well, it. Well, and the other so. thing is like all these businesses got these PPP loans. Right. And like they barely had to prove it. And so like there's like they lost like tons of money by giving them out to like people that shouldn't have even got them. Right. Well, that's And exactly I know that like making, pissed off a lot of people. Yeah, people were making like, like the government crazy. lost a shit ton of money during yeah. that that they just like accidentally handed yeah. out. Yeah, people were making more money on unemployment than they were at their job. Like it was It was crazy. a little fucked up. So like I, mean, I was so, yeah. saying like I enjoyed being on it, but I I don't think it was the right thing necessarily, but I also yeah. don't think it was the wrong thing, but like what do you like for for people that couldn't get it? Like what the fuck? You dude, know what I'm saying? Or like people that like, lost I was their business. Oh this, man! And I lost my business, and I just literally watched. And then they were like mad at people for trying down. to keep their gyms open and shit. It's like, what do you want them to do? Dude, like, I know they have to fucking make money. They have to get. They have a living. They have responsibilities. Well, like, I mean, you, we shut down our entire country. I just, I don't know. I just well, unless you were like a huge corporation, none of them had to shut down. Nope. That was the things that I thought was odd was that you know churches and gyms had to close, but. They kept marijuana and and marijuana places and um, and casinos open. And I was like, okay, well, wait essential. a second. They're like, well, wait, what's essential? It's like, well, no, one, they get taxed. You know, they don't make money on uh, churches, churches. don't pay tax. But casinos, you're like, dude, this is. Oh, of right. course they were going to shut the casinos like, down, bro. That's like a bullshit, huge. Dude. Yeah, that was it for me. I was like, all right, I'm not, I can't, I can't buy into this. So. Ah, no, it was, yeah, that was too messed up, dude. Yeah, casinos open? Like, wait, what? But So, yeah, like gyms, churches, those should have been open. Uh, Come yeah, on. dude. Gyms, too. Like, they're they're essential. I, I think so for people's mental health and well-being. Yeah. yeah. So but whatever. I mean, we could go back and forth. There's and nothing we can day. do about it now. We made nope. it through it. It was a it was a trying time. Yeah. We, uh, we all made it through it. And actually, you know, if you did make it through it, for a lot of people, the pressure and the negatives actually kind of 
probably, I mean, for you, like they turned into something new, right? Like, yeah. And that's the thing. Once it, how about this? We just talked about it in the beginning, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, it was just one of those things is like, it, yeah, it just kind of helped me like focus and, you know, it's like, Hey, what else, what can we do? What kind of hustle? What can I come up with? You know, yeah. I've always kind of been that kind of person anyways, but it was like, all right, you know, like, like there were some people were saying like, if you don't come out of this thing without some kind of side hustle or something, new business or something like you just wasted that opportunity. And right. I was like, all right, I, I, it's a good idea. I know. That's what I did. I got certified as a trainer. I, I hired a body, you know, I got a bodybuilding coach for the first time. Like yeah. that's the shit I did. Now with it. I, you, I, dude. Well, so <laughs> I'm saying I transitioned my whole life during right. that time. Instead of being like stagnant, I'm like, well, what can I do with this reset? And for See, me, it's good. Like, I don't want to, you know, like obviously a lot of people got hurt by the pandemic and if, for me it ended up being a very positive thing yeah but i don't want to say it was a positive thing because i know people lost their lives and people yeah, lost yeah. their businesses and i feel very bad for that yeah for me personally it was a it was a great reset yeah you know yep. and, and led to a lot of better things but. yeah it was definitely hard difficult but I, honestly yeah it's like you got to look at how about this and just in life in general you got to look at the positive things right like, i mean i think right. i even maybe kind of started the podcast out of that um i guess maybe it wasn't going I mean, probably like that yeah. was like during the time I think right. that I was like got the idea and started like buying all the equipment and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's actually funny. I was gonna do a podcast with my with a buddy of mine. You still too. should. I mean, I was, well, well. How about this? It was gonna be. It was called uh, Pool Boy Podcast, and it was gonna be uh, uh, just us like talking about being single and being. Uh, you know, just like going on dates and t- we had it was one of the things was gonna be Tinder time and it was gonna be like just talking about your thoughts how crazy on Tinder. Was out there. I want to hear this, dude. It, it's it, how about this? I mean, I think it's cool that people get to meet yeah. people and stuff. I know some dude, people was, that met their like spouse on Tinder. Yeah, yeah, and I, which I, I that's why I'm thinking it's pretty it's dope. But it, I was like, it was a shit scene. I mean, it was some of the stuff he was just yeah. That's where like the last time my last uh, one of my last one of my last guests we were talking about kind of like getting a little bit jaded from it and being like, I think I'm going to delete it for a while. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But overall, like, I don't know. It's hard to say it's a, a negative or positive. It's like, I, I, I liked it. How about this? It's it was, a way for people to meet. Right. I, I mean, mean, so for me, like, uh, how, you know, I was married for 10 years before, you know, so I was, it was different, you know, I was like college, all that stuff. So I had like different means of meeting people. And then, yeah. then it was like, okay, I was married for 10. Then I was like, all right, now I'm, Shit, I'm 40 years old. Like, how the hell it do you meet It does get people, harder to you know? meet so people. So it was, it was cool. You know, I liked it. It was, it was fun. But at the same time, and then it was like, okay, once you start doing it for a while, you're like, all right, I think this yeah. is good, dude. I know. That's where I am, too. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm done with that for a while. Yeah. Just being all celibate and shit lately. Good for you, just dude. becoming a, one of yeah. those, uh, I don't know, no fap and no porn and all that shit that's like going well, that's, out. That's good, too. I mean, how about this? We once again talking about religion stuff. That was like something yeah. that's big. It was like, all right. You don't, you know, I don't it's need this like, extra shit in my life. But. Right. It's like, you're not against those things, but it is kind of, I think it's just has to do with dopamine to go back to. So it, it's like, it's not There's that 100%. I'm against these things or think they're bad, but for me, it's like trying to manage dopamine and my, how much better my life gets when I do limit those kind of like Big easy time. dopamine kicks. Yeah. So it's not necessarily that I'm against porn or I'm against this, but it's like, it's too easy of a hit. Yeah, you know, and then it's like, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what is ultimately like? What is an addict? You know, it's like that dopamine. You want yeah. that hit of dopamine. If you're addicted rush. to porn, it's not. It's similar to being addicted to a drug. You're like, yeah, big time. You know, you're addicted to risky sex through Tinder. Like that's, you know, that could lead to a lot of bad things. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, for diseases sure. and all that. But it's like I think it's a dopamine thing. It's it gets very exciting. 
It does. And yeah. then you, that's when you make bad decisions, you know, like. I mean, that dopamine, like, how about this? Why do you go on Amazon or why do you shop? It's just like, you get oh, I could easily, bang, bang, easily bang, have you know? a shopping addiction. Oh, yeah. I, there is nothing better than like buying gym clothes. But, dude, I got a map. <sighs> I, hey, I'm, I got shoes, hats, motorcycle parts, you name it, dude. It's dude, like, I, I want that's my fucking, dopamine rush. I know. I want some like fucking Nikes right now, dude. I want like some fucking <laughs> the new Dark Sport drop. Yeah. I want dude. just everything. Is that funny? I don't know why either. Like, it's, it's like. I'm telling, I think we were, you just said it, dude. It's, it's dopamine. dopamine. Yeah. So, man. and I'm even a person that like, I know, I know the reality that like material things will not make you happy. And I know nope. material things, even like as much as I want to make money, like you say, you're a hustler, you're out making yep. money. So I know that money isn't actually make you happy i look at money as like it gives you freedom Mm -hmm. you know so you're not worried and that can de-stress you and stuff but i know like but i still want all that shit (laughs) it's so weird it's like this thing we all do i mean come on like you all want want nicer cars bigger house all you know it's just you want but what what it ultimately comes down to is like wants versus needs right and then I, that's how about this that's how i try to tell myself too is like well i'm not very good at it as i look over i'm like right now but i'm i it's there like was a thing like can i, I achieve this goal it. can i get yeah, this thing wants versus needs but so yeah. there's sort of a positive in that sense because oh, no, it keeps dude, you like motivated absolutely no i definitely think yeah. like setting a goal to, yeah. to achieve something is like but you huge. know you have to know that it's like not gonna like make you happy like you make you happy, right? right? You know what I'm saying? Well, how like, about this achieving, like working for the goal? Yeah. Like to get to that point, that's the, so it's the, the work. It's because you yeah. put in the work, so you're you've, yes. you've given yourself this consistent right. signal of like I'm doing what I told myself I would do, which builds your confidence. 100. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's like the way to build confidence is like doing what you promised yourself you would do. Yeah. Right, so it's like if I promised myself I was going to do this, but I keep failing, I'm going to lose confidence in myself. Yeah, big time. I keep fucking myself over. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. If you keep doing what you told yourself you would do, you'll get gain confidence because you're like, oh, I trust myself. I keep doing what I'm supposed to. Yeah, we talk about you know with discipline. That's that one thing. It's you discipline. Like, yeah, you go yeah. over and over and over again, and you're building new discipline. In the end, you're like. At the end, you're just like, yeah, you're coming out. You're going to be a better, bigger, better person for yeah, it. Yeah, you, you know? start like trusting yourself because you're like, oh, I didn't let myself down. You're right. Or I followed through with this thing. Or I did this. And it's yeah, like, and okay. it's not easy. I mean, you go like 75 hard, you know, and all these different things. You're like, Dude, it's not even about effort. doing it. It's about the how, how the discipline of being able to get structured to do it yep. and to get through it. It's and a it's following like, through right. of and things. Then, and if you, and how about this? Failing and not cheating and being like, oh, no, I messed up. I didn't do what I was supposed to. I got to go back and start over. That's the thing, like, dude. Why would you ever do that? And it's like, that's the fucking point. That's the point. Yeah. It's not that you failed. It's that you do it again. A hundred percent. So it's like, because like, that's the other thing. Like, obviously, we talk to this to death, but like failure is not the problem. Like failure is important, right? Like, oh, big time. Yeah, and I mean, you probably know that. You you've d- been in all these businesses, dude, dude, and you've been hustling. You've been working for these big companies. Like, yeah. Imagine if like you would have quit at any of your multiple failures throughout the years, dude. I mean, so I I had a really good mentor mentor that used to tell me like it wasn't in his you know it wasn't all the successes. The successes were easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to keep going. It's easy to keep driving when you're being successful. Yeah, it's in your failures when you get knocked down. That's it's, the hard it's get part. back up. That's the hard part, and then that's where you have true growth. Right. I was like, the hardest part is like not when you're making progress. The heart, or I mean, failure sucks too. But I was, I, I, there was like this Kevin Hart thing where he's like, the hardest thing is to keep grinding when it seems like nothing's changing. Right. But you still have to keep going, and then eventually the needle will start moving right, again. Right. Right. But there's that period where it's like, 
you feel like you're getting nowhere, but you, that's when that's the most important right. time to like keep going. Well, how about right? think about like in your in our our, our industry, I guess is yeah. like it's like it's not a sprint. You know, no. it's a slow, slow grind, dude. You know, like if, in a year, if you're like gained two pounds of muscle, you're like, that's a win, dude. I've kicked ass. You're like yeah. two pounds. That's bullshit. It's like, dude. Well, it's that's a why strong, a lot of people can't, you know, get into fitness because no. they, they want immediate results. Yeah, it's like, a slow. And that's thing. How about this? If you're gonna do, and you see this all the time in weight loss and things like that as well. If you think it's gonna be quick and easy and fast, then yeah, you might actually do it. But guess what? It ain't gonna stay off. Not. No, because and that's why people are going to like what is this like drug they're giving people for weight loss now? This uh, uh, semi glutide. Yeah, what is up with that? I got all these people trying to like wanting to get on it. I'm like, why don't you just like eat healthy and work out? Yeah, well, I'm having this. It is kind of it's one of those things like anything you get. To, you know, our Kardashian that she was taking it, and well, I heard Elon was taking it. So yeah, so then people are just like, oh wow, it's just an easy. So then, like way, my but... buddy who's overweight, he's like big time fan of like Elon Musk, and he's all like, well, I should take it. I'm like. Like, Randall, you're in the bar drinking beer. Like, maybe you should fucking stop doing that first. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, start with that. But So take this extreme drug yeah. that's like... I think there's some really great benefits of it. I think it's really cool, but I just, you know, like anything. If someone's and all super the TRT overweight. clinics now, there's, you know, anything like well, anybody. Like, it's a fad and people want to do it and they think it's going to be super whatever, but... That's the weird dude. thing about everything, though. There is, pos- like like you said, like uh, like depression medication, there's goods and bad. Right. Uh, even TRT, there's good and bad. And right. even this drug, I if do believe right. there's probably a place for it. If somebody's, like, if done right, very overweight, 100%. it could probably save their life, you know? like Yeah, so, yeah. It, it could give them a start, help them, you know? Yeah, it actually, like, it basically does the, you know, get your cravings down. And, like, people that are in doing, uh, you know, different, like, serious diets, like, with ketosis and... And, um, you know, trying to recreate your cells, you know, there's ways to do it. And you're like, it might actually, it comes in very beneficial. So have you guys ever heard that story of that guy that like fasted that guy, (laughs) you ever heard that story of that dude that fasted for like over a year? He didn't eat for over a year. Well, I don't agree about with that, but that just sounds crazy. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) let's see, I'll see if I can find him quick. Um, but this is a true story. I mean, it was all under doctor supervision. Yeah. And I'm sure they were giving him some kind of nutrients or something, but he didn't eat food. Fast mimicking. Yeah, so like... Uh, yeah, fast mimicking. Let's see how many days. I'm trying to... Re- if you say something, I'm trying to read just in case if they can't hear. Oh, yeah, definitely. So uh, his name was Agostino Giuseppe. Um, 1939 to 1990. Scottish man who fasted for 382 days from June 1965 to July 1966, he lived on tea, coffee, sparkling water, and vitamins while living at home in Tayport, Scotland, and frequently visiting Maryfield Hospital for medical evaluation. So basically, he was an extreme case of obesity. And, yeah, I don't know. That's the longest fast ever recorded. Dude, that's crazy. I don't know the point actually of that besides a guinness book world record or something but that's so he lost 276 pounds and set the record for length of fast Um, i'd like to see his blood work and see what all the what all the stuff that happened or the side effects of all the stuff that happened liver kidneys things shut it said after the fast he moved to warwick and had two sons it didn't really say much about um damn that's crazy I'm gonna have to look more into that. I don't know. That just popped in my mind when you guys were talking about that. Like, <laughs> That'd be funny. 
That's why. But I mean, fasting and stuff. I mean, I like. I I think there's so many benefits to the stuff. But oh, I, I do. So I, 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 enjoy, do I enjoy it. fasting. Like if I want to clear my mind or something, like. But yeah, you're you're just 100 percent on. Like you're like, dude. There's a, but let's you know let's try A B C before you jump to, into you know you know F or not not yeah. F like a fuck, Z. And then, I you know, know we like, always go to we always want the extreme right yeah, away. How's it's your like, sleep? How's your water intake? How's your you know? There's so many different things before you even talk about. You know, like before you're like, oh, no, let me just stop my, you know, my craving for food, you know. Right. It does. But like once again, we just talked about it It does. It's the same thing we talk about dopamine. You know, food's also dopamine. Oh, food can be a drug. Right. One hundred percent. So it it helps, you know. I mean, I see that every day. Like that's another that's another drug. That's another way to um, numb yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of weird things with food, like like certain I think actually psilocybin could probably help certain people with those kind of eating disorders. Yeah, yeah. If there's some kind of root cause to like, like there was that one story where that woman was like super obese. She lost weight and then she like got hit on by a guy and it put her into this like tailspin and she gained all the weight back. It, like the doctor was like, well, we, we were doing so good. What caused it? And it was like, she basically said a guy hit on her, and so there was some kind of like sexual yeah. abuse in her childhood. Yeah, trauma, dude. And so her yeah. eating was like to protect herself from being attractive to men subconsciously. Yeah. So she didn't even know she was doing it consciously, but it like apparently getting hit on by this guy like sent her back into that. And it's like that is an interesting. Yeah. Like, well, if you think about it, isn't majority of trauma like a lot of it's subconscious? You don't realize it. You're you don't know it. it. It's yeah, just like, there. So that's kind of like whole like when you know the psilocybin is help leaning into that. Well, that's what shows it to you, right? So like yeah. it's in your subconscious that can help you re- reach it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. In a very like the thing is cool is like in a very calm like just really like oh wow I didn't that even think about that. It, that's like, really cool. And like all right, I need to look into that. And I, I feel can, like what can I do with this? Yeah, so. I feel like when you kind of like realize some of your own like toxic behaviors. Or like your own like your own faults. That's like what it's like. It's like, yeah. oh, like this problem I've had, like I've been causing it. Uh, this is a yeah. me thing. Oh, yeah. There's nobody else to blame. Like, oh, shit. I was the one that was like, you know, you, that's like a, yeah. it's like such a beautiful thing when yeah. you can like self-evaluate. And this is your 40 year old self talking right now. That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. you start getting you're older, right. you start yeah, realizing yeah. When that you're tw- That's why, that's, young, that's why you older people like are just so much better. You're like, dude. fuck that. No, I didn't like, do fuck that. that. That's just how I fucking yeah. am, bro. Yeah, dude, that's it. how I fucking am, bro. Yeah, I don't so. change for anybody, bro. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that bitch, bro. Yeah, yeah. See, so there you go. So as you get older, you start leaning. You're like, ah. It's like, oh shit, that was me. And you know what? Right. Honestly, I actually feel better that I'm actually just admitting this than saying, yeah, yeah, you yeah know, like, oh, actually, I have this toxic behavior good. that I need to work on. Yeah, let me say Every it time down. this happens, I do this thing that's not healthy. Maybe I should just not do that. <laughs> you know, it's like, there you go. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, psilocybin can help with that. Oh, yeah, big time. You know, like, yeah, it's really cool. Like, that's things we just, you know, even just like with paired with counseling with someone there as a professional to help you through it. And it's just like, so how about this? Even like when I was in there doing, you know, doing the stuff, I had a counselor as well. Now he wasn't like prescribing me to do it, but I was doing this and then having, but that's the key. Aha. Like these, Oh my gosh moments, like, Holy cow. And then I could go into therapy, talk about it, really dig in and then actually go through and work through this stuff. It was, you know, it was incredible. So that's like the difference between it just being this party thing. Right. And it being like a serious medicinal, like helpful, like antidepressant, like, yeah, like you're doing it like with a sort of purpose, 
with a professional. Right. I mean, I feel like that's what's like in a year we're going to see so much of that. Oh my gosh, this is like I, I th- it's so close. That's the thing too. Like we talk about, it's decriminalized now. Once again, I figure this stuff out. There's some things like right now you can like with a prescription, which doctors are starting to write prescriptions for it. Yeah, you can actually legally get it. So, dude, it's exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting, and I, I'm just like I'm like excited yeah. for the future of so many things, dude. I, I, I'm just, for mental health. Yeah, I mean this is big. I feel like isn't that weird? Like now you, we're similar age, right? So like, do you remember when we were young? I feel like mental health was like, I feel like we're. Our society right now, it's like, not all of it's like this because there's still like a lot of bullshit out there. But there's like, it's almost like become cool to try to like be mentally sound and healthy. Uh, I'm all for it. Which I don't feel like it it was like that when we were young. It was always like, fuck. You know, it was kind of like that that thing I was, um, I just remember like, you know, it was like the not cool thing it was like no it was like if you talked about your feelings and shit it's like bro shut the fuck up you know i still kind of like get into like uh like stoic philosophy like i do still think there is some like value to like action versus just like sitting around and talking about things for sure i agree but i do like the way i do like where our culture has gone with like if I'm like on Instagram and maybe, you know, it depends on what your feed is because it's what you're looking at. Yeah. I'm going to see a bunch of like positive, like, like just like super inspirational type of yep. shit that's focused on like not being toxic, dealing with your shit. Yeah. Going to therapy, trying right. to be healthy. Like, I feel like those things are more cool now than when we were kids. Like, For we were, sure. Well, how about we this? Like, Look fuck at our... the fucking establishment. Right, right. Which I liked. It was rock and roll, but like, you know. Yeah, which honestly, yeah, you're right. That was, yeah. that was kind of a cool part of it. But how about this? Like, think about like our parents didn't have it. Like, they didn't look at their shit. They didn't look at their garbage. Oh, if they had a they... fucked up relationship or something or someone was toxic, like. They just fucking dealt with it. They Dude. didn't even know how to like. No, that's the thing too. And then you're like, well, how about this? Or, you know. Well, how, there's a there's an era where it was like you just shut up and you dealt with it and you're yeah. like sorry every, we're married we're married forever you know you and then there was a period of time where like everybody just got fucking divorced everyone like every parent everyone's like everyone's like and now it's like looking at it like hey let's look at like what's your mental health and where are you at and which I just think is, I think like people incredible. actually put work into relationships for sure man. I think that's the key like I mean not in a relationship I might my parents are pretty good role model for me because like they've been together 38 years yeah but and they they don't really seem like you know i've seen those couples where like you said they're just like staying together to stay together. they seem like they actually are like genuinely happy yeah. so it's like a good role model for well, me but well, even this like relationships are better just to the fact of like you you you're more mentally sound going into that relationship you know you've done the work maybe beforehand right. Like how about this right now? Like you're you're single, right? Yeah. You know, but how? But about I'm this? still doing the work. You're doing the work, but this is cool. Because but I'm like close to being ready. I feel like I could almost yeah. be like not a piece of shit. Right. See, that's you know what, what I'm saying. saying? Yeah, like, you're yeah. a better person. You're making your you're a like, better person for your next your next person. Like I even started thinking about having kids and stuff. I'm yeah. Like, I, I'm like right, like like you know I'm not dating yet, but it's like like there was a time in my life where I'd be like, no, I would never fucking have kids. Yeah, yeah. I would fuck them up. Yeah, or like yeah. The, now I'm like, God, I would love to have kids. Yeah, I mean, you're like, I'm actually a good... You know, like, you I think yourself, I could actually do... Yeah, it yeah. could actually be a good influence right. to these little beings. You right. Know? Like, yeah. It's like... Yeah, dude. I love so it. So I don't know. Like, I've definitely changed... Uh, and I don't think that would have happened with, like, outputting that kind of work. Like, the, the work in... 
you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like more popular to work on yourself in healthy ways now, which I, I think it's kind of a cool vibe we got going. I on. love it, dude. Inter- I'm all as about fu- it. So as fucked up as our culture is right now, as divided as it is with social media, like at least there is sort of that going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you know? I agree with you. And then I it's like opening it. up with these like you know marijuana, psilocybin. Like I feel like we are getting a little more enlightened in a certain portion of the population anyway yeah yeah well that's the thing too you got the ketamine clinics you've got um you know people are doing like mdma stuff which is you know that's huge you know that's pure you know molly and like same things like dealing in with like just being able to get into that deeper space uh in your mind to be like to just be able to like let go well and the amount of people that are willing to like what you just said like talk about like life in a sense of like there is something deeper going on here than Mm -hmm. just like like everybody has their own opinions of it, religions, you know, what it whatever ones you prescribe to or whatever, but like the idea that like there's something more to it, you know, like Yeah, yeah. 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 So just a deeper deeper like a deeper connection with yourself and a deeper connection with the earth and your yeah. friends and family and it's just dude, it's awesome. I feel I like it. that's healthy. It's super healthy, dude. Yeah. It's awesome. Like and it like you just said, it's like um I'm all for it. I'm all for like it oh, it's cool now. And we're like, dude, great, man. That's awesome. I do. I think it's cool. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, when we were kids, it was like, fuck the establishment. Fuck this and fuck. You know, I was like, I still kind of like get into that. But like, I definitely like this focus on like, let's try to unfuck ourselves. Yeah. And be quality human beings. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, if you don't want to be an overall better person, I actually there's every there's different people out there that are just like, fuck this, fuck that. But, yeah. You know, I just like for me, I got to a point where I started wanting to surround myself with people better or people that made me a better person. And oh, yeah. honestly, people that I emulated, like I want to, you know, I see that like, man, that's a I love how they're just super chill or they don't get caught up in any bullshit or right. they don't want to start drama, this and that. And I was like, dude, I just want to be a better person. It's like they say you're the sum of the five people that you hang around with. Yeah. You know? So like, be careful who you choose, you know, like, yeah, that's uh, you're kind of going to become, you know, as if you hang out with five losers, you become like the sixth loser kind of thing, <laughs> you know, like seriously, exactly. it's like really true. That's um, funny. Well, that's thing too is like we're in the, you know, in this community of like right now with health and fitness and like just trying yeah. to be, you know, like take care of ourselves, which for me is like the longevity I want to be around and feel good for the rest of my life, you know? But also that community is like kind of the misfits still too. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, like when we say that, I think some people get this idea that it's like you have these like jocks who think they're better than everybody and all this stuff. And like, I don't see that in like the lifting community. I see more what you're talking about where it's people who have dealt with some very serious things, addictions, and they found this like group of people that have this similar passion and they they try, they're trying to become healthier people. Yeah. Yeah. So I see that more so than, and I know there's like definitely probably that other narcissistic. Dude, it's kind of split. The community split because you look at like twos, like it's the most, unhealthy healthy sport around yeah because it can be very unhealthy dude think about like people that are just like how about this like they're not doing the the proper checking their blood work and stuff to see where they're just blasting gear yeah you're like to look a certain way and it's like all right well yeah you're huge but does your dick work or what's going on you know that would be scary because great people are just like you know like you just got to make how for me, there's side different sides because some people are like really like to make sure they're doing it right, and other people are just like fuck it, I just want to be jacked, you know. And it's like, Whoa. man, that is so funny because I I do remember there was like a dude that we used to kind of like look up to him back when we were in high school, and he definitely was on gear all the time. Yeah. And uh, actually, there's two dudes like that. One of them passed away. He got into drugs or something, but super cool guy. He but just an unfortunate 
situation. Yeah. And the other guy, like, he was another dude, too. Like, I remember running into him one time. And this is, like, I was totally natty at the time. I was all, like, yeah, I was on, like, a fasting and super natty kick. And, yeah. like, you know, I was, like, really into, like, doing it, like, holistically with all health food. And I yeah. was, like, no. I mean, I was taking, like, pre-workout and stuff. But I was all, like, anti, like, any chemical type of food at the yeah. time. Yeah. It was a cool phase for me. I liked it. It was, yeah. it was Kind of that intermittent fasting, like lean gains. I don't remember if you if you remember that Martin Burkhan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but anyway, I ran into him and he was like talking about you know gear and stuff, and he was like, he's like, man, does your like dick even work without it? And I'm like, yeah, like yeah. I like I've been off for how many years? I'm fine, bro. Yeah. Like, and he's I, I just like concern me so much. It's like, dude, you're not even that old, and your dick doesn't even work, dude, like, bro. There's so many like in the, in the industry. There's just so much like that's scary. Trashing them themselves, you know. Like just think, it's like too much, too hard, too fast. All of it, yeah. Just like, and they think like, oh, the more I need, more, 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 more. You know, and it's like, well, dude, what is what's what's the ripple effect of that? Take you also like I feel like there's um that's with anything in life like you do have to have some kind of like breaks. Yeah, for sure. Where, where stuff chills out and then you like, maybe you're going to do a show or something. You're going to, yeah. and I'm not even just talking about PEDs. I'm talking about just in general, like intensity. It's hard to keep it up for a very long period of time. You have to be, I mean, you can keep it pretty steady. Certain athletes do, but there's got to be some like time where you're going to like decompress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you go after it hard again. Yeah. And yeah. You, you know, like otherwise I feel like there's no balance if it's well, just constant for sure. And the thing is too, is like that there's just so many different perspectives of it in the industry. You know, I look at me like, cause I kind of came in from an outsider, you know, in like just gen pop person. I, yes, I was an athlete, but the education, everything's changed so much over the years, but like coming in and just hearing like the bro science of it all. And like, and like what, how much I do and how much you do isn't going to be the same thing. You know, no. like our bodies are with genetics and everything. They work differently. And so yep. it's like, but you hear like, Oh, this is what you're supposed to do. And it's like, well, wait a second here. Yeah. You're telling like people that are like, I, you know, I'm, you're six, what? Like six, four, you're six, four. I'm fucking five, eight, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and I, you know, but the thing is when well, everybody has different genetics, you right. can't, you can't do a one size fits all for anything. No. And that's the thing is like, too, is like, I, I weigh, you know, one fifteen, and you, you know, where are you at right now? You're obviously like two fifteen right now. Yeah. Or sorry. I'm two fifteen. You're two fifteen. Which is weird. Cause normally I'm more, right. But it's cause I'm cutting you're right cutting now. Down. So I'm pretty like, yeah, pretty low. And but so, th so that's the thing is like, but there's different, like air, there's different, like what, like in genetics, like, Oh, different regions of like, yeah, you know, like middle Eastern versus Norwegian versus what, you know, Asian. Yeah, you know, what your ancestors what, yeah, ate, so like, like all are, that stuff, and like what pathways your 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 body processes this stuff, and and um, but so you're like your buddies, like oh yeah, dude, you need to do this much, and you're, you just see, I just see it so much in the industry, and you're like, bro, like go you get a coach, man, go get somebody that's trained and knows what they're doing, you know. Because I think having a coach hurt is so valuable, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, I just see it all the time, and I just I and good coaches. There's a lot of good coaches around here, so it's like I think that's. Yeah. If you can afford it, you know, I know that with the economy and everything, that is one of the first things that people cut out. Right, right. But I don't think it should be. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's important. When you're talking about your health, yeah, I think it's, I mean. I was well, talking to a coach. here and stuff, you know. Oh, def, well, for that case, yeah, for yeah, sure. But yeah. I was talking to a coach in here once, and she was talking about, like, the problem is, like, the economy tightens up, and then people will get rid of their you know, these type of things like their yeah. coach, their meal plan right away. 
And she's like, it's funny though, because then what ends up happening is then they turn back to like the other vices like alcohol or food and they end up spending just as much money anyway because so they think they're like, I have to quit paying for this because I'm going to lose all my money. But then then it ends up being the cycle of like you end up spending the money just on other vices because you lost this other thing that was making you feel good. You know, like my biggest thing in in this is that it's like you're going to pay for it. You want to pay for it now or pay for it later? Because like when you get older, think about what you've done to yourself you're going right. to pay for it with doctors and pills and all this other shit you're going to have to take to be able to live or do right. you do it now take your take care of yourself eating clean and proper you know not eating nitrates you know trying to get rid yeah. of that stuff out of your body so that later in life you don't have to do that true i mean i even think about that with the amount of meat that i eat you know like, and i'm not an anti meat i, I love no. i'm a super into like i think I think it's natural that we eat meat. We've been eating it forever. But, like, when you're on a bodybuilding plan, like, the amount that, like, my body's yeah. – pro- it's probably a lot on the body. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Just digesting. Well, like eating clean and you want to eat stuff. Well, I mean, everything's like you want – what? You I mean, want it's all clean. I was just food. thinking about all the protein. It's like, damn, that has got to be a lot. Maybe not. I mean, high protein is good for you. I don't think you know. I think you're all right. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be all right. Okay, good. Yeah. Maybe I just talked to the wrong vegan or something. <laughs> Meat That's is bad, fine. you know. Yeah, like, no, you're fine as long as you're. So we've been eating it thousands of years. I don't think it's bad. Like, no, as long as you're doing, you know, like making sure you're, you know, you eating. How about this? Uh, uh, very lot of colors, so like a lot of different varieties. You know, if you're just greens eating, with it, yeah. yeah, you want to make sure you're eating your fruits and vegetables and nuts and things like that. So you're mm-hmm. not just like. Yeah, I mean, you just meat, 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 meat. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be eventually, yeah, like anything. Too right. much of one thing is going to be, it'll start, you know, breaking It's that out. variety like uh, Sonia was talking about on the last one. It's it, Well, where am I coming up with we, this stuff? Uh, I'm so smart. No, I'm, I'm regurgitating. It's all me, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all me. I know this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, good stuff. I mean, honestly, like, I'm just really stoked about the products and everything that we've done and just, like, what we're Let's talking Let's talk about, a little bit about your products. So yep. you, you've worked with... Um, you said a, did you call it a chocolatier? A chocolatier, A yes. chocolatier, like a mouseketeer. Like that's what people that make chocolate are called? Yeah. So chocolatiers helped you make this amazing, organic, delicious product. And then how did you decide, like you have like four different flavors. How did you come up with all the different flavors? You know, for, so that comes back into like my marketing stuff. It was like more about like, okay, seeing what people's buying habits are and like what is like the, the you know, like – what people want, you know, like, Oh, I think see. different options, not too many. Yeah. There's a weird thing. Like you do too many options. People have no idea what to choose. Right. Yeah. Like six things. It's fun. It's yeah. Like, right. Yeah, you know, you like, want to have people, that's the thing is some people want, Oh, how about this? You got dark chocolate, which is, you know, which is vegan. Um, you know, people have dairy issues. They can't do milk chocolate. Yeah. Right. Cause it has milk. So that's one of yours dairy. is dark chocolate. We vegan. Have, yeah. We have dark chocolate. We have actually, we're having two. We're having a, uh, it's called blueberry bliss. It's coming out, which that is, sounds a, good. that's a dark chocolate blueberry, which is, delicious i fucking um, love blueberries yeah dude. we got the the cookies and cream which is going to be uh also a white chocolate base yeah uh, you have a strawberry which is going to be white chocolate based mm-hmm. um and then uh yeah the crunch bar which is like a crunch bar dude and it is that is fire yeah, who doesn't that's my crunch? favorite man dude are you ever gonna do like a mint chocolate chip absolutely i was gonna dude. say like my yeah. favorite flavor of ice cream has always been mint chocolate chip so we have so it's the same thing too is like we want to like slowly do so you know you can't out. do too much you know and, and honestly like it sounds weird but like from my past experience like colors mean a lot too so we were like okay well blueberry you know we'll like all right well we already have a blue well then let's do it let's make a purple and you're like yeah. well and i'm like 
people don't buy a lot of purple. Like it's actually is that what, right? It's like a people, hit miss. Dude. Is there certain colors that people don't buy as much of? It's just kind of natural instinct. Like, so it's like, is, like some people are drawn to it. Don't get me wrong. Like they're just like, oh, I want to try the purple, but uh, or purple or you know. But for some reason, it's blue. just it's a love hate, dude. So yeah. I say, like, yeah, we just went with another shade of blue. But yeah, it's funny because it's like, what's your favorite Ninja Turtle, dude? Mine is definitely Leonardo. Yeah, Leonardo's man. the best. Or, or uh, Michelangelo. Which you see, my second favorite is Donatello, though. So he's oh, I purple. love Donatello. Yeah, because yeah. he's the smart one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. dude, I loved those movies. You know what's weird is like, this is kind of weird, but I just, I didn't, I never got into Raphael, dude. I just couldn't do it. I don't know he why. He was, um, I get it. I mean, he's cool, but he was like the fucked up one. Yeah, yeah. He was the one with rage issues and fucking. <laughs> He's the one with trauma. So I could see, like, <laughs> people could probably relate to him that had it, you know, these anger yeah. issues. I just Whereas, didn't like his weapons. I thought they were weak. Well, to me, Leonardo was, like, the balanced one. Yeah, he yeah. was, like, the one who was, like, actually, you know, he was, like, the master. He was, like, the leader, for one yeah, thing. Yeah. He was a master at what he did. Um, I like Donatello because he was smart. You know, Michelangelo was, like, a lot of people's favorite because he was just, like, let's have fun. Just have fun. I'm going to party. Po- yeah. You know, Raph was, laughing. like, I think if you liked kind of, like, the fucking Hulk. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like the fucking rage. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. Yeah, he was kind of a dick. Right, sure. he's kind of a dick, but yeah. he was like the rage one. So, yeah. like, yeah, I just like Leo because he was, like, balanced and, like, poised. And, yeah. like, those are the things, like, I kind of looked up to, you know? Yeah, so, so like, yeah, there's, like, so, like, variety, flavors, different flavors. And, like, that's things we've got a... A caramel. We've got uh, um, one with um, uh, peanut oh, so butter. So you have caramel and yeah. peanut butter too. Yeah, uh, um, we have one with um, uh, pretzels. Um, mm. We're doing a coffee, like a signature mm. for you know. We're a Seattle brand, so we're gonna do a really cool like green. Uh, you know, basically kind of like a Starbucks slash yeah. Sonics. You know, yeah. ode to Sonics. You know, supersonic. So have kind of have that there and like it's like a yeah. it's like an homage to the area that we're in, right, right? dude? And yeah. so we're gonna do like a coffee type. Type, yeah, <laughs> type totally. Oh, Don't mind that construction shit going on outside. It's hilarious. They're just moving some things. So I was like, I wonder if I'm like, how about this? A couple of these, like, they can't, they won't be able to hear that, but that they'll definitely. That'll yeah, it's out. all, it's chill though. It's chill though. So um, <laughs> no, I think it's great, man. So like, now when when you started this, like, uh, how many years ago was it? Uh, you know, so like I said, it was during the pandemic. pandemic. So you know, we kind of did some R and D, and then like, I, I, how about this? It's been for the past years when we've like. Had products in hand to you know give to our friends. And so, what are some of your like favorite stories that you help people with that like that have used your product? Yeah. And, like, so, how about this? Like best buddies that are like have been smoking cigarettes their whole life, just like helping, like Alston being like, "Hey, man, uh, you know, I just I don't have that craving anymore." Um, uh, the, the, definitely the, the author, that story just like, dude, that, that gives me goosebumps every time. Like, like he was able to start writing again. And like, literally like his brain is healing. Like, yeah. like he's, they, you know, he has to get studies you know, get, get stuff done. And the, the brain work is coming back that he's actually healing. That's insane. So dude, that, so that's incredible for me. And then like, I literally like day, day, I mean daily with people like helps me with my day to day anxiety and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, and honestly me personally, my, dep- you know, dealing with like depression and anxiety, dude, it was huge. Yeah. So, so even just people like, um, using it on a regular, like daily basis, just for basic anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. It, microdosing. It, it, yeah. 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 So we do, we do also have, um, uh, microdosing caps. Uh-huh. So they're, um, basically like a, you know, a small pill that's one of those things you take, you know, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, 
uh, two days on, one day off is and, kind of the and study. So what is yep. the uh, where did you get that from? Is that something that's uh, normal with it? That's a microdosing. Yes. And what is the benefit of the day off in between? So they call that the afterglow. And like what I, I, I like anything, there's so much stuff on the internet. I recommend people go and like do do their own research. But right. yeah, so the afterglow piece. Um, uh, is is to allow the brain to basically you know to heal and let it do its you know connecting and, and basically start over and refresh so when you go back in and, and do okay it again, so it's so. like you do it and then you let it let it heal from it you do it and then you let yeah. it kind of connect and okay that makes sense um, the other question I have about psilocybin if you know or not is like so there's you know the importance of sleep obviously huge like yeah. sleep is so yeah. important and everything. Um, so I know that like when you like people are always like, Oh, I drank so much. I passed out. It's like, but you didn't actually sleep. Yeah. So when you drink alcohol, you don't actually get into REM sleep, right? You right. like your body's out, but it's not like sleeping. It's not getting the yeah. benefits of sleep. And I know like with uh, weed too, and I love weed, but this is a negative part of weed. If you smoke weed every night to go to bed, you're not getting into REM sleep. No, it's no. preventing. So that's even to the point where like when people will quit smoking weed, they have these crazy hallucinogenic dreams because their body is trying to catch up on all the REM sleep because they've been smoking right, weed every night, right. not getting real sleep. So yeah. they think, oh, I'm smoking a sativa or whatever yeah. to like help me sleep. It's like, but you're not actually sleeping. Right, right. Um, so that's why you're getting and, – and REM sleep's a thing where I guess like it doesn't just like go back to normal. Like So like you – the night after you like stop smoking weed, you just like dream normally – it wants to like make up for all the lost REM sleep it didn't get, so it goes to like crazy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my question is like now, like does psilocybin have any effects like that? So psilocybin does have stimulant. Uh, it has stimulant tendencies with it, so it, it is actually going to be an upper. So it's not a thing that puts you to sleep. No. So you want, but that's so that's kind of the whole point of when you do when you. But do, it won't affect your sleep negatively. No, either. absolutely. Actually, okay. like what we're you know what we're talking about here, like exactly what you're saying is that that's why you do it in the morning. In the you know not, you know in the afternoon and then yeah. you, and then come night but then at night you're gonna be in a deeper sleep percent uh, state right you're actually gonna go into that deeper mm. sleep and actually be because it's to already been rent. through your system and everything. yeah it's out of your system but at that point you've already kind of like the thing is cool is because you kind of like jolted your brain you know you've kickstarted yeah. your brain so at that point that that you now it's like. Ah, oh, now I'm going to be able to go just in nice deep. You know, right, and you maybe even got rid of some of that anxiety that keeps people up. A hundred percent. That's one of those things that keeps people up. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's another benefit. Um, yeah. So overall, what are let's just list like all the positive benefits of psilocybin that you know. Okay. That you want people to hear. Okay. Well, I mean, like we talked about, it's like anxiety, uh, depression. PTSD, overall just well-being, mm -hmm. um, the ability to, like we talked about with um, uh, counseling and therapy, going in to be able to look in, you know, some of your traumas, things you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, uh, recreational, which is obviously for just fun. for fun. You know, yeah. that's how you got to creative. Let's be, uh, let's be honest. Yeah. That, oh, absolutely. The creative side of things. I mean, you look at a lot of artists, musicians, um, well, that's the thing. That's why like CEOs and marketing directors and stuff are taking it because they're like digging into their their creative side to open up that that yeah, side of their dude. brain you know so i love that man i love it so uh one last thing what um what do you where do you see like your company in the future and then where do you see like 
What do you see happening with psilocybin, like in the next couple of years? Yes. Well, you think it's going to be a big boom? I think so. I think I've already. I mean, I think the boom's already starting. It's like just like really, really starting to take off. Just, just how about this? In the fact of that, you can the knowledge to, is out there. Everything's out there. You can actually go and look up and read um, the different. Now the business side of it, uh, I think, is going to be. Uh, kind of wild, wild west for a while, but I think because it's mirroring the marijuana industry, yeah. it's going to be. I think it's going to follow those same guidelines. So we pretty much, I mean, we can say that. All right, you know, how how are they going to do it? And, and originally, are they going to do it with, um, you know, it's like we were talking about writing scripts first and like the medical marijuana. Or are they just going to skip and go right into the recreational side? We don't we don't know yet. Right. We'll how see. long do you think that's going to take, dude? Honestly, if I knew, I'd be. That's like looking in the future. I'd be a millionaire. But I really, right. I, I see. I really do think that um, in the next couple of years, you're, this is going to be, it's moving a lot faster because like we talked about, the building blocks of weed is already, they've already done it. Yeah. So now they're almost, they just need to copy it. That's one thing. So like boom. weed kind of paved the way already for Big it. Time. And they think about how long it took them. It took them. Oh, you know, it took them forever, dude. Whatever decades. But now. That's crazy. Actually, if you think about like when, we, even when you think we we're talking about when we were kids, like, yeah. We already knew weed was like not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, look how long it took for it to even get where it is I mean, now, dude. Huge. And, and now even, you live in a state like this, and it's like yeah. it's legal as fuck. Yeah, they're, dude. Just, they're just you know work, work, work. All the lobbyists, everybody going in and fighting, fighting, fighting. And now it's kind of like, oh hey, well let's look at the research. Yeah. What about this? If yeah. you're gonna do weed, well, what about that? And it's like kind of like. So you feel like you know, weed has kind of carved a little bit of a path absolutely. for psilocybin. Hundred percent. There's no question. So it might kind of fast track it a little bit. Yeah, in the benefits of it. And I honestly, thing too is like I just think the benefits for mental health. Like obviously, I, I do think that weed has a lot of benefits. Same. I, I see a lot of recreational side of that, but I do think that this is going to be more on the, the for mental health is just incredible. I think it's gonna be. Even more so than we use medicinally. I hundred in ways we probably haven't even figured out yet. I a hundred percent agree. Same. Yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, between yeah, obviously you have LSD and and you know psilocybin and MDMA and you know ketamine. You have all of them that they're you know they're they're all playing with those more than ever right now. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. So I look forward to getting more and more guests that have like like uh there's definitely a lot of people that are into this stuff right now oh yeah, yeah i want to learn more and more about it so me too i'll tune in man. dude Trust i'm stoked I'm that you came it. on and talked yeah, about thanks, this bud. stuff um yeah and I, honestly i'm same thing too is like i'm still doing my research there's still so much out there and we're learning stuff every single day so yeah pretty cool that yeah. is cool man so well i wish you luck with everything thanks bud and uh it was really informative to hear about a lot of that stuff yeah um I guess the only other question I have is like if people wanted to do some research and like what what kind of like uh, resources would you tell would you point people towards if they wanted to like look into using psilocybin for themselves? Obviously, they if they they can always contact you on your Instagram, yeah, which yeah. is Sonic Sonic underscore bars. bars. Yep, so yeah. that's one way they can reach out to you. Yeah, and then um, I think like we, I mean. Th- just how about this? If you just like want to like look, just start with microdose. Yep. I think it's like one of the key words that will help you get there and you can kind of dig into your rabbit hole and go down a whole, you know, whole line of things. Like yeah. It's, it's, there's so much information out there right now. It's, and it's really kind of like cool. what, like, like 
there's probably tons of research papers on it out there. Oh, I mean, from the 50s, 60s, it's all over. But now that's all coming back out, and they're all just, like, redoing it all. And, I, and then, like, right now, too, I mean, like, dude, you, there's shows on uh, – specials on Netflix if you want to just, like, take okay. a Okay, so even you just know? peek on Netflix for so- – now, was there a period where, like, they couldn't even study it? Uh, well, how about this? You know, how, like, dude, scientists can look at, you know, they've been, they've been digging into all this stuff for years and years and years. Okay. So, so they never got like, they didn't shut like down. blackball it. No, they've been looking at that's, that's why. But now it's more are. of a boom than ever. Yeah. Well, how about this? They've been doing the research this whole time. Okay. That's why we're at where we're at right now. We're like, dude, w- look at the proof. I mean, it's the, already we, there. It's here. Like all the answers, like we've done the work. Yes. Now all we do is just. Follow yeah, through. Let it go. Like let it. Let people take it. You know. So. Yeah, man, that's exciting. So you're yeah. gonna be one of the companies in the forefront of that, hopefully. I'm trying. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man, what other goals do you have for the year? Anything else going on? Well, like we t- health and fitness is big for me right Keep now. Keep up with that. Yeah, you know, just like um, same thing. You know, mental mental health is just physical is just as much as important. I think is. Uh, you know, our and they, they go hand in hand, physical. I would say, right. too. Well, how, yeah, I mean, how about this? You're not going to reach your physical goals without making sure your mental stuff's in, in check. So, yeah, man, and that's so, uh, so important. So, I feel like that's a good place to end it. That was an uh, awesome podcast. I learned a lot, and I'm really excited for your products, man. Thanks, buddy. Thanks yeah, for yeah. having me on, man. Yeah, I really appreciate it. it. We'll have yeah. you on again sometime, dude. All right, bud. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening out there. Really appreciate it, and we will see you next time. Thanks, Matt.